As fall fills up with activities and obligations, even a small time saver can feel like a big help. Grammarly is an all-in-one writing tool that makes clear, concise communication easier than ever, so you can finish your work earlier and head off to family dinners, social events, and fall weddings. Grammarly is free to download and works where you do, so every project gets finished quicker. Make sure your writing is free of mistakes with Grammarly's free, comprehensive writing suggestions and get an instant take on how your message comes across with the free tone detector. Let Grammarly Premium's sentence clarity rewrites help you find the perfect words on the first try. You'll be confident writing client emails, deadline-driven reports, and presentations without staying late at the office. Get more time back in your day by writing with Grammarly. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcasts to sign up for a free account. Then get 20% off when you're ready to upgrade to Grammarly Premium. That's Grammarly.com slash podcasts. Horns up. Anytime, like right now. Central British Columbia to you listening around the world. Here, this, my friends, is Spaced Out Radio. I am your host, Dave Scott, sitting in the captain's chair of SOR headquarters. We welcome you to tonight's show on our terrestrial affiliates around North America, digitally on Odyssey Radio, TalkStream Live, and KPNL. All of our archives are free. Join us at YouTube.com forward slash based out radio do old baby the favor hit that subscribe button you can follow us on twitter at spaced out radio instagram at spaced out radio show and now on tiktok at spaced out radio our website spacedoutradio.com we have a plethora of features for you rock out to bumblefoot read shirky poos newswire check out our swag as well tonight's show brought to you by chive charities help make the world 10 percent happier by visiting Chive Charities today, you can find them on our website. A power show of Sasquatch tonight. Yes, Chris Reinhardt will be here momentarily talking about discovering Sasquatch and the woo around it. In hour number three, we're going to head to the swamp. Swamp Dwellers back with another spooky story. Tim Senor brings the UFO report and Shirky Poo has the news. Our main man out of Connecticut, Chris Reinhardt joins us as he leads Discover Sasquatch Investigations through New York and Connecticut and in through the Berkshire Mountains. He's been involved with many teams doing extensive work, not only in the New England area, but around Florida and Missouri as well. The one thing that he knows is this is getting stranger and stranger and stranger. And we're going to figure it out tonight because Chris has some major, major woo for us here. Chris, it's always a pleasure to have you back on Spaced Out Radio, my friend. What have you been up to? Oh, well, I just want to say thank you for having me back. Um, I consider this by far one of the best shows out there, and I just wanted to put a shout-out to you for that. Uh, my wife was asking me tonight, she goes, why are you staying up till midnight to stay up to 3 o'clock in the morning? I said, because I'm going to be on Dave Scott's show, Spaced Out Radio. And uh, 
it's well worth the time and i appreciate the the you know the invite and uh i love being here so thank you so much uh we love having you here my friend it it works well for us and if it works well for you too that that just makes it all the much better and uh, we're glad to always have people such as you and nate rudd and his son hallmark and uh we, and i know Corey, aka hallmark is getting real excited because we're getting into holiday season here so uh he only needs one channel and one channel only and that's the hallmark channel and, uh, you know, I know he's going to be good for that, but, uh, you know, Hey, some people I know I, Nate and I have talked about it. And he said, I don't know where I went wrong. I said, well, I said, has your son attended any cold play concerts? He goes, sadly, Dave. Yes. Many, many, but I mean, he is a Cleveland Browns fan. So, uh, what do you do? What do you do? But, uh, Hey, got to have some fun with these guys. The one thing that I, I really appreciate about uh, about your work, Chris, is the fact that, you know, you try and bring uh, logic to it. And I think that's the only thing that we could really ask for as people on the outside is what is the logic behind a lot of these subjects? You know, you don't dismiss the woo. You let the investigation take its course wherever it goes. You're 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 not biased towards any type of addendums or the BFRO rules or anything like that. Why have you chosen to take this path in learning and investigating Sasquatch and other cryptid creatures? Well, you know, well, most of the people know that I I didn't start out this way. I, I I started out that these guys were apes that were banging on trees living in structures, you know, living under logs and eating uh, whatever they could get their hands on. And I'm sure they still do eat whatever they hand do, and they still walk the forest here. I agree with that 100%. But you have to go, and you cannot ignore the data and the evidence that you get. These things are happening in the woods for a reason. There's the 800-pound animal whatever you guys want to call it, animal being person, everybody has their own way of, of addressing them. One footprint, 800 pound animal, 17 inch footprint in the middle of nowhere, one print. Where's all the other prints? Where, where are they? There, there's, how do they do that? How do they leave one, one print that's three inches? I mean, it's sunk in the ground. You know what I mean? Uh, Explain that. And let me throw a curveball to you that was thrown a curveball to me. Every print that I have ever seen has been right-footed. And when we had our sighting just a few weeks ago, and then we went back a couple days later to look for evidence and tracks and everything, way off in another area we found two 16-inch tracks. Both were left-footed. They're playing with us. They are playing with us, man. Well, how are they doing it? How how, how can they just leave the, the like we we just found actually I I forgot to tell you at the beginning of the show we just found a five a five print trackway here in Northwest Connecticut. Beautiful prints, beautiful 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 prints should have been casted again. Rookie mistake. I just got back from a trip and I didn't have it in my backpack to cast these prints. Let me explain the whole situation until we get to it. was 95 degrees this day. I mean, we were sweating 
we were sweating. There was bugs, mosquitoes, everything. It was everywhere. And we're tracking these guys because you can track them. If you know what you're looking for, you can 100% track these guys. And we're we'll following the, the, the stick the stick breaks and the prints. And they get down on all fours. And you got to look for the knuckle prints and how they can move on all fours. You got to look for all that. But we got to this one area, and the guy that was with me goes, this isn't the same forest. Flat out, he goes, this is not the same forest. I'm, and I was waiting for him to do that because it wasn't 95 degrees anymore at this place. The bugs weren't flying all around our faces anymore. Something happened. We walked into a part of that forest that we can't explain. It can't be explained. And he's not a woo guy. And I'm not saying this is woo because this can all be proved. I, I believe that with the right gear, we can prove what's going on. We, we can we could we can make far we can make farther leaps than we are if we had the right gear. But the forest wasn't the same. And that hasn't that hasn't been the first time we've come across this when we're in their areas. It's just like it just like the scene changes, the climate changes, the I don't know if it's the excitement of being around their prints or the interaction that's going on or any of that. But something changes out there and we're trying to wrap our heads around that that part of it too because it's just it's it's not the same place as we were just walking through. We were walking through hell basically with horse flies and sweating to death. And also we get to this one spot and we don't feel any of that anymore. And we're on a five print trackway. And um there's another how do you explain that? There is so much unexplainable about this. What differed between this key investigation where you found the five-track print and anything else that you have investigated? It's just, it's just, we're, it's getting, we're, we're following the right signs now. And it's not just looking, we're not listening for knocks and we're not hooting and we're not hollering. There's certain things that we're starting to find and we're using meters. We're using EMF meters with us that, you know, most ghost hunters use. We're using those in our investigations. And these things are leading us to high-energy areas. And we believe that these high-energy areas, the Sasquatch are attracted to them. And, the, and whatever else is, the spirits are in the woods are attracting them. Because we are catching EVPs that are, will blow your mind, Dave. They are talking to us, and we are hearing them. And they are singling out people in our group. The guy, I'll tell you an instant. This is the same day we found that five-print trackway. There's a guy in the back, and he has a camcorder, and we're walking. And all of a sudden, he hears, he's walking, and all of a sudden, you hear this, hey. And he goes, hey, did you guys hear that? Did somebody say hey? And none of us, the three of us didn't hear, the three of us, no, we didn't hear no hey. No, we didn't, nobody heard hey. Five more steps, all of a sudden you hear this, hey. And now we hear it, and he does it. They're throwing different vo- Whatever it is is throwing different voices at us now out in the woods at different people, and we're hearing different things at different times. Um, we're catching Native American phrases. Um, this is all, I just put a video out. You guys can go on my channel on Discover Sasquatch on YouTube, and you can catch, all, catch these EPs live. And they're they're directed at us, and we're and they're hearing, and we're just following all the signs because it's all connected. It is all, and I'll repeat that, it's all connected together some way, somehow. 
the spirit side, the, the, the Sasquatch side, the alien side, the everything that you encounter out in the woods is, in my book, 100% connected. And I... if you follow the signs, you're going to... We, we, we waited 50 years for this. It's long enough. It needs to progress. We need to get past the knocking on the trees and, and the hooting and the hollering and whispering for them. And we need to start looking for this other side because we will make leaps and bounds. Just imagine if, if we listened to Tesla you know, 40 or 50 years ago, where we would be right now. Imagine the world right now we would live in. It would just be you'd be we would be living in the space age, and nobody, everybody would be happy, everybody would be rich. We would be paying for nothing. Um, it's it's there, and it's there, and it can be tested, and that's why we do it. There's, and, a, uh, there's a lot of people, and I'm going to tell you right now, I love it. I love what you just said because I have tried to tell our audience over, especially the last year or so, it is all connected. The phenomena is all connected. There is no cryptid world. There is no paranormal world. There is no aliens. There is no consciousness. It is all one giant ball of phenomena. Quantum. You know, and... Quantum entanglement. Absolutely. I think... Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to... No, no. I, I, I think that's great. But the fact that you have established patterns and you are now, you with your team now, are using those energetic patterns to to find their areas and to even find them, that's a major step up, Chris, than what we're used to. It's frequencies. We are using different, excuse me. We are using different frequencies. I'm, I'm not going to give out the secret how or what we're using, but they are responding to them. We were out a month ago, and the two girls, we got two young girls on our team. One's 19 and one's 21, and they're they're, they're awesome people to have on their team. And they've learned so much since the time they've been on, but they, they whistle in a certain tone, and we got fouled, and something whistled at the two of them, and we caught it right on tape. And it's a, and it's a, it's a, it's again, it's on my channel. You can go and look at it. It's called the Whistler of Rock Throw Alley, and you can hear it. And they're mimicking our whistles now. We have a, a spot on there where it mimics our whole whistle. We use a certain whistle. I'll give that secret away, and you guys can hear it on the thing. But they're mimicking it, and but for one, they're missing, they're missing a note. But the rest of it, they got it dead on, except for one note, and we're trying to figure out why. And we're catching it, again, we're catching it for you guys to hear. We're not just blowing smoke here. You guys can go to my channel, and you can hear this, and you can hear it live, and it's phenomenal. And it's the frequency thing, and we got to – and you know who's doing a lot of it is the guys out of Skinwalker Ranch. And if you ever watch that show, right now the stuff they're finding out out there, the scientists they got living out there, it, it's just – it's extreme, extreme, extreme. Portals are real. Portals are real. They, people can open them if they're in. I, I don't know how to explain it. I can't say because I've never seen them. But I believe 100% that there is something, some way they can come in and out. They're not here all the time. There's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, they're here and they're there. 
I don't know how to explain that. I haven't gotten to that part yet, <laughs> but um, we've done, uh, we had Ron Moorhead on the show and we did a quantum entanglement experiement. Now, uh, are we close to a commercial break? Because I don't want to get into that too. Uh, we got eight minutes. We got eight, lots of time for it. All right. All right. So we had Ron Moorhead on the thing. And after Florida, you guys were on the last time I was on the show, we told you about the Florida where they left the cell phone messages. We got the four initials of the people that were in the swamp looking for these guys for 12 years on my phone, sending out to some somebody that I was texting. Explain that. We still haven't figured that one out. There's no way to figure that one out. So something intelligent left the message. I fell in a brook down there in Florida. I splashed in the thing, and the first thing that you hear on the EP, it goes, hey, look, it's Chris. i never been down there. They don't know who I am. Chris isn't back of me, but he wasn't the one that fell in the, in the in the brook. I fell in the brook, and all of a sudden you hear his voice go, hey, look, it's Chris in a southern draw. Blows your mind there. So we had Ron Moorhead, and I, I talked to Ron. I said, I said, listen, this year sounds top four, top five of all time, everything that's ever happened in the Bigfoot world, guaranteed. I want to talk quantum Bigfoot. I want to talk about that other side. We, it needs to start being talked about more. It needs to get out there. So we did a whole show on it, and me and Chris at the end said, all right, so we're going to try a quantum entanglement experiment. So we put it out there. I put, I want you all to think about when I'm out on my investigations, I want you guys to think tones and vibrations. And Chris says, I want everybody to think about owls. And he tells owls. And for no reason, and that's the experiment we're going to put out. And then in a month, we'll come back to it and we'll see, we'll see what went down. So a month goes by and um, Chris went on his trip. I did my thing. Everybody was still thinking about it. I'm driving to my my buddy. Uh, you guys all know Alfred Santariga, right? The yeah. Godfather himself. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He he's got a yeah. uh, power goatee, power goatee. And we're heading. I'm going up to his his part his birthday party, and I'm driving. And Maria looks over at my arm, and she goes, "What'd you do to your arm?" I'm like, "I have no idea what I did to my arm." Um. I look down at my arm, I have three scratches, long scratches down the side of my arm, the inside of my arm. So you know if you scratch the inside of your arm, you're going to remember that. That's baby fat. You're, that's now You'll never get rid of that. That's going to hurt. I never knew those scratches were there. Um, so we're thinking, now we're thinking the little one, uh, see, I, I jumped, I jumped ahead a little bit. How do I, how do I back up? Well, I'm going to back up real, sorry, I, I apologize. I'm going to back up real quick. Two weeks prior to this in the house, we my grandbabies live with me, and the youngest one has been pointing in the corner saying monsters, 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 monsters. And the older one, he's four years old, has seen a lady coming up and down the cellar stairs. So this is prior to all this. So then Maria sees the scratches, and we're going to Al. And you know Al is into the spiritual thing. He's in the spiritual world. He's been seen it all, done it all. So now he's scared because the little ones are saying monsters. They see the three scratches. Now, you know, the three scratches, everybody's thinking this and that, this and that, you know. So he calls Larry and Debbie. You know Larry and Debbie? Um, uh, what's their name? Ewell. Is that the Larry and Debbie Ewell? They were trained by the Warrens. They're, they're exorcists, but they're friends of Al's, and they came to do a blessing of my house for a favor. 
because I was worried about the scratches and the babies. And I'm worried about the babies, too, because they shouldn't be afraid in their own house. So they come to the house to do the blessing. And um, she walks in, and she sits down, and she goes, there's this house, There's it's heavy in here. It is so heavy in here, it's hard to breathe. Not demonic, so that's a, for, that's the next thing she goes because these guys. This is nothing to this is cakewalk to them now because there's no demons here. These guys take demons out of people, and um, it's not demonic. But you were somewhere where you weren't supposed to be. You either walked through it, or you grabbed something, or you did something other than that. But there was others with you, and now you're bonded through life because they went there with you. The same thing was happening to Chris and his sister down in Florida. The same two people that were with me in the swamp the year later. The same week, they started seeing the stuff going down at their house. They had stuff going on like the the orbs and, you know, happenings like that, that you notice like that. And there's no way Debbie knew that. So she says there's a Native American, there's a Native American, um, presence here you either walk through an area that was uh protected by something or cursed or you know they put a curse on it or something and uh so they did they blessed the house they left tobacco all around the house i'm making a long story short here so we can um move along but um blessed all the house my cat has never walked into my office in my basement ever i'm down on the phone here I'm talking, I think I might have been talking to Al, telling him that they just left the house. What happens? The cat comes in this room, no lie, and crawls up and sits on my lap. My hair is sticking straight up on my arms right now. Never another word of monsters from the little one again. Again. Beautiful. No more old lady up and down the stairs. I didn't. I never, none, I never did any of this stuff before. I never blessing the spirits, the demons, the, all this was all this all new to me. But it worked. The next day, Maria has one of those self rising desks, right? Yeah. Stuffed owl on top of her desk. Weird. Stuffed owl, right? Chris sends me a picture. I sent him the pictures of the scratches on my arm. He sends me the pictures of the owl talons. With the rewards from my free Keesler Federal checking account, it's like I'm getting paid to dine out. Did I mention it's free? Keesler Federal Credit Union, helping our members live extraordinary. Everyone wants to feel safe, in control, and able to trust their own instincts. It's so important, especially as women, and especially when it comes to dating. I get it, and Bumble gets it. They're not just a dating app. They're a connections app built on a foundation of kindness and respect. Bumble has so many tools and resources designed to ensure their community remains a safe space to foster healthy relationships. To learn more, download Bumble and visit their safety and well-being center. And they match up. You know, owl towns are hooked a certain way. And if you can see the scratches down the arm, the quantum entanglement happened. But it didn't happen to Chris with the owl. It happened here. Because there's no way that owl stuffed animal ended up on Maria's desk. It's too high. The babies can't even reach that high to put put the owl on top of her desk. And this was the day after the priest left. 
whatever was happening with that quantum entanglement experiment happened, but it happened backwards. So Chris is on vacation out at Yellowstone, and they're taking a horseback ride, right? This horse has taken hundreds of rides, hundreds of rides. They've been through the woods forest out there, I mean, seen predators. His wife's horse freaks out. Oh, it throws her. It almost throws her off the horse. It's going. It's running. They have to chase the horse down and save the thing. What would make a horse freak out without anybody, no predators around, no nothing? High-pitched raining in an ear, you know, making the horse like what I was, what I was putting out there. The, the other end of the entanglement was the, was the, the tones and it was just the way every, all that happened with the quantum entanglement stuff is just, I'm just like, whoa, this is just crazy. And this isn't the end of it. After this, something else goes on that's even that's even more crazy. I'm sorry if I'm jumping everywhere, well, but I, I know you're excited about it. But we do have to take a break here at the bottom of the hour, Chris. And I got a bunch of questions I need to ask you. Definitely right. need to ask you, Chris Reinhardt, Discover Sasquatch, out of the beautiful New England area, Connecticut, New York. He's looking for the big guy. Can he find him? How about tones? Almost sounds like a paranormal investigation looking for Sasquatch, doesn't it? We'll get back with Chris on the other side of the break, right here on Spaced Out Radio. All right, we're clear, dude. Just remember our YouTube audience and the podcast audience can hear us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry, sorry if I was jumping all over the place, but it's just so much to take in at all at once. And, uh, oh, you're excited, man! And Maria, the, the whole, the whole, the, the biggest part about it is I wasn't finding this stuff. Maria was, and Maria had nothing to do with it, and she wants nothing to do with it. And she's the one that's getting the owl stuffed animal on her desk, and she's the one that's finding the scratches and. There was a magnet that was torn up after I got off the, I didn't even tell everybody that. There was a magnet on our fridge that was torn up in pieces after I got off the phone with the priest. Oh, wow. All over the floor. All over the floor. And there's no way the babies can tear up a magnet. I don't care who, I can't even tear up a magnet. All in pieces. We have pictures of everything. And Maria will swear by, she that she found everything. Um. But this next part has to do with the big guy. Now, now Sasquatch gets involved, and uh, I want, I'm gonna I'm gonna need opinions on this because the ending is just a little it's a little too much for me, and it's I'm a little concerned. Um, so once we get to this one, uh, I'm using I'm using my my the penal gland. I'm using the third eye as much as I can now with everything I do. The number three six nine. Um, it works. I hate to tell you, but it works. Look at you all woo and stuff, you know. Yeah. But we can. This can be tested, though. This can be all tested with meters. If I, if we had the money, we could be testing all this stuff. We don't have twenty thousand dollars like out at uh, Skinwalker Ranch. They're using all this equipment, but we can't afford it, and they're getting results. They did their own quantum entanglement experiment. They put the number thirty-three out. For everybody in TV land, number 33, you guys think of 33, put it out there, use your third eye, put it out there. 
They put their tests out, and they got all the results. Guess what was the only number that didn't come back on their results? 33. 33. 33. Mm. And now, now now we have quantum scientists winning the Nobel Peace Prizes. Um. There's, there's there's more coming that we don't know about, and uh, we need to start opening eyes. And I mean, look at the collider. How many people you know know about the collider? That that's scary stuff in itself. Oh yeah. You um, just have to make sure you don't you don't fall down the entire woo uh, chain. You gotta be able to hold some sanity too. Just oh yeah, no 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 no. I'm I'm staying here. I'm staying where I'm at. Yeah. If I can't prove it. I'm not. I'm not digging for. It. I'm not. You know. I'm just gonna. That, that's the I'm only danger of it, right? That's the only danger of it because so much is connected that uh, that we don't understand. That uh, some people out there they just go way off the deep end, and there's no recovering them, right? Like dirty right, filth. Right. Like dirty filth down below, or or our good friend Hallmark. Yeah, Hallmark. I know you're still watching, even though you got me on mute and your Hallmark channel cranked right up. Uh, let's say hello to a few people in the in the chat room here. Uh, starting on defense, number twenty seven, Lars Janssen out of Patea, Sweden. Corey Cole, how are you? Uh, good to see you. And Commonwealth Andrew, good morning to you. Uh, who else has shown up here? Mm-hmm. That would be it. That would be it. I like I like to say hey to Nate. Nate Brown Dwarf. Hey Brown Dwarf. I know them guys. Yeah, Nate Foote's my buddy. He's my buddy. Nate's a good guy. He's the kind of guy who will offer you his ice-cold apple juice. That's the kind of guy Nate is. Yep, good guy. Yeah, can't beat Nate. Nope. But, um... You just can go with, like you just said, don't go off the deep end. I, I can't. I mean, you can't because, uh... Mm-hmm. I am only doing what what the evidence is showing us. Mm-hmm. That's it. Let's give a it. shout out to uh, Cable Guy Matt. And remember, folks, make sure you hit up Cable Guy Matt for your free piece of coaxial cable. He'll even autograph it for you. You cannot buy these in stores. Limit one per household. Yep. You just be, hit hit Cable Guy Matt up uh, right now, and he'll he'll make sure you ship you out some cable. GF, 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 GFG, good to see you. Your Maple Leafs uh, won tonight. Hilton, nice to have you here. And, uh, yep, good old cable guy, Matt. Dude, I still got all the coax, man, besides the stuff uh, I've given away. We're going to need a cable guy, Matt. We are going to need some... uh, coaxial cable for the, the Vegas trip. Definitely going to need some. Here we go, everyone. Hi, Linda. Second half hour of Space Out Radio is now underway. My name is Dave Scott. Thank you so much for tuning us on in. want to remind you that if you've missed portions of this show or others, we got our free archives at youtube.com forward slash spaced out radio. 
Do old Davey the favor, hit that subscribe button. Our website is spacedoutradio.com. We have a plethora of features for you. Rock out to Bumblefoot, read Shirky Poo's Newswire. Check out our swag as well. Follow us on Twitter at Spaced Out Radio, Instagram at Spaced Out Radio Show, and on TikTok at Spaced Out Radio. Okay, we continue on tonight. Chris Reinhardt, Discover Sasquatch. We are getting into the meat of the matter here where he's changing his tune on what Sasquatch is all about, that it is all part of a connected phenomena that is riding the wave of humanity. Chris, before you get too more too much deeper into your story, you said that you have uh, you and your team have conducted some pretty incredible experiences that have really changed the tone of what you're doing. Anyways, you mentioned sound, you mentioned frequency. How did you with 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 trying to hold off on on you know giving you up your secrets how did you guys decide that this was a road you wanted to take in order to see if it would work first and foremost well i give all my credit to chris connor um if you guys don't know him he is the creator of the trail to bigfoot uh he's out of florida and uh he's the one that got me down down this road he's the one that's that brought the meters the radio frequency meters he's a big big uh fan of the out uh, and i can't even think of them out west there uh skinwalker ranch uh he's found and that's where we got the idea for the rf meters um and and it's it's working that they work the rf we're getting stones thrown at us while we're, we're receiving readings that could cook you if you were in a Faraday box, put it that way. But these are broad, broad readings. I mean, we're not in a box. We were, we were actually contacted by a, a satellite tech mechanic that's been doing it for 30 years. And he looked at our meters and he did a bunch of research on it. He says, there's no way, no how, that you guys should be getting those readings in the middle of the Connecticut forest or the middle of the green swamp in Florida. While... You're having things throwing stones at you. So the, the, is something opening and those stones are coming through? Or is there, a, is there a tracking device in these guys that needs to be so strong because they're so big? That needs to be that 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 heavy duties to, to contact so they can't even dig it out of their own. I mean, you could. there's a million and one things someone could come up with to explain this, but. The, the truth is, is we're getting these readings and then we're getting the physical presence at the same time. So now we're trying to figure out how is this, how, how is this happening? Now we have to approach. Now we need equipment that can show us which way that are, which, which way. We know which way the stones are thrown, but that doesn't mean they're there. You know what I mean? That could be one guy that's way, way over there and he's making a sink that, that there. And then there's another guy that's closer in back of us, and that's where the reading's coming from. You know, we don't know all that yet. We need more meters. We need more time. This year, there was a lot of health issues with our group. Um, again, the gallbladder came huge. 
Uh, Mike is an, another, another young member of the group. He lost his gallbladder this year. I've had three surgeries on mine, and now I've had four surgeries on the, the retina in my eye this year. And uh, so this year has been kind of slow, but every time we went out, we had this stuff happen. We had the, we got the experiences. And is it the girls that are with us now all the time? We don't know that either. Um, like I said, it's it's all that we opened up a whole big can now, and now we got to start cooking it. You know what I mean? We got to start putting a little bit here and mix it in a little bit here and cook it and see if that works. And then you know what I'm saying. And if that tastes terrible and it doesn't work, then we throw that out and we'll go different. We'll, we'll try this, you know, different frequency with this, and try and bounce it off of this or use a. a rifd uh blockers and put up screens and see if we can bounce certain things off of certain things and go that direction but the biggest thing that you need is them close close enough by you to get those readings off those rf meters that's how that's how you can only that's the only way you can experiment you got to get those high readings and you know they're close they got to be within 40 yards um, to get those high readings, we're getting there. We're getting readings topping out. We 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 uh we we um, emailed the company, and email the company said the meters just don't go any higher. That's what they came back with with a reason. It would go one, and then it would just be dash 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 dash, and it would just be going b, and that's it for fifteen minutes. Why rocks are being thrown at you? Um, so if anybody out there. As as using the EMF detectors or any of this stuff, and has any insight, please get a hold of Dave, get a hold of me, get a hold of anybody, because this is uh we're one hundred percent behind the frequency connection. Everything it's all in a big free, like we just discussed, we're all in a big frequency. We're frequency. Everything's frequency. Magnetism. I mean, without all that, what would we be? We wouldn't even be here. Would atoms can't survive without you know what I mean? So, uh, that's what we're getting hit with is the the radio frequency. We're getting hit with microwaves, damaging microwaves. They could kill you if they were high enough. Now, if you want to go even farther than that, think of the four one one. You what do most people do when they're out? They take their clothes off, naked. What happens when a microwave does? What does it do to your body if you're hit by microwaves? Heats you up. You get hot. What would you do? The same thing. that The guy does the satellite tech says um, can cause hallucinations. Everything that the, you know, the missing 411 cases has, this RF could be doing it. It could, it could Infrasound could be totally wrong. But again, we don't know that either because we can't test that either. Um how did you notice this? How did you notice this, though? What took you down this street? I mean, was it just one of those ideas where you heard it on TV or another show, or or you just figured, you know what, let's try it out? Well, Chris is a communications major for 30 years in the service. Uh, he's all about communications. And then uh, once he started having the – once he figured out that these weren't all apes and, you know – all that jazz and there was something else out there that's where it took him and uh he i was fortunate enough for him to to teach me and show me and uh we learn from each other and bounce stuff off each other now and uh and that's how that's that's what led us down this road so 
I owe, I owe it all to Chris Connor because he opened my eyes to a whole different world. And it and it just it's working. It works. And if you work it, like they say, if you work it, you're gonna get results. What has been your most impressive results so far? Is it the communication that has increased? Is it the locations that have increased in size? I I think it's just because they're always around us now. They follow us. I can tell you, we brought Mary. Mary's the youngest one in our group. We brought her to uh, my area is called Rock Throw Alley. And I we told her before we went in there, we told her, you know, there's spots here where there's one of them's going to leave us and one will pick us up and they'll follow us here. And then another one will branch off and they'll leave us. We didn't tell her any of the spots. She picked out every single one. She heard every single spot where they took off and the other one followed us. Every single spot on her own, not even knowing. That's how obvious they are at the spot that we go to. And they get mad if we don't go to certain areas. They'll get mad at us. They'll throw things at us. Like I had uh, COVID, and I couldn't get to the top that one day, and the day the girls got whistled at. So for the first time, they followed us down the backside of the, the, the mountain. They never, ever did that before, ever. They wanted us at the top of that mountain. For some reason that day, they wanted us up there. And they followed us, and they the, the, the girls got whistled at. Plain as day, you can hear it right on the channel. Plain as day, and I, you can hear me. I get so excited. I'm like, did you guys? That's a squad whistle, you know. I was so excited. I'm like, did you guys just just hear? That's a lip whistle. That's a lip whistle. Um, but the girls are hearing it. There's no doubt in their minds of what what's going on out there, and they've seen them. The girls have seen them up at Rock Throw Alley. I haven't seen them there yet, but the two girls have. Twice. So with the combination with the girls and if we can get the right equipment, I think uh, I'm trying to get permission now to walk the trails at night if we can. But that's kind of we're, that's a little hard to do. I'm still going to try, but I'm going to go with the owl photography route that I want to walk the trails, get owl pictures. I mean, if they let us up there at night, they let us out there, but we can't camp up there. So that's the one problem we got. So how come you can't camp up there? State forest. Understandable. Understandable. Yep. So um, so with the, with the increase in communication, are you able to find areas with this technology that maybe you would have never found before considering uh before bringing out this technology? Yes. Yep. For 100%. 100%. I know an area where we'd come up to because of the radio frequency that would, would trigger, and then they would start doing the mouth pops. You ever hear them? The, the... I have not you ever heard hear those? I haven't heard those yet. I got, they're right on our channel too. You can listen to an, the video is called an interaction in Connecticut. And the thing goes off and I'm telling, I'm telling I think Shana was behind me. I'm like, Shana, this is the spot where the mouth pops happen. The meter just went off. Just listen to them. And sure as sure enough, we're walking down 10 more steps, and all of a sudden they start popping at us. It's like they put their their finger in their mouth, and they pop it through their, their cheek. You know that popping noise? Yes. So that RF meter is huge. 
when that thing goes off and and it's going off for like five minutes at a height that something's around whatever whatever it is is that throws stones at you in the woods is around you is it a sasquatch we i can't say it because i haven't seen it throw a stone at us yet but i can tell you there's something that's thrown a stone at us that's given off those readings 100 percent um it's just coincidence Would you consider it coincidence or something more, Chris? Well, I think they're, no, I don't think it's coincidence. I think they're throwing rocks and I think they generate that RF. I think they're generating that uh, frequency uh, for some reason. I don't know that they need to, or it's a defense mechanism for them, or they're tracked, or they got something in them. And that's what the the next story I'm going to tell you is is the alarming one that I wanted to tell you about, about these guys maybe being tracked. Well, let me let me. Uh, I want to get to that in hour number two, because that adds a whole new dimension to this ball game. But with the sound frequencies that you have found, have you found? whether or not they are able to cloak themselves. Have plans for the outdoors? Make the memories last with Orca coolers and drinkware. Orca coolers are built to be as strong as the adventures you take them on. That's why they have a lifetime warranty while giving you world-class temperature retention. Orca's premium drinkware offers the same high quality, keeping your drinks icy cold or hot for hours. Their tumblers and martini cup are perfect companions for your next outdoor adventure. Go to orcacoolers.com and use promo code 15 for 15% off your order. That's orcacoolers.com, promo code 15. Adyen, the payments platform that adapts with your business so you can accept all kinds of payments with one single integration. Visit Adyen, A-D-Y-E-N.com to learn more. Or whether they are able or not to, you know, make themselves blurry for photographs or video footage. So yeah, I've never come across that yet, and um, we've got ton of footage that I got to go through because we're using one of those 360 cameras now that that came out, and uh, to go through that footage in 4K is just it's hours and hours and hours. And Shana, the day that the 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 video and interaction in in Connecticut is happened two weeks after we were in Florida and we had the same thing happen here in Connecticut that happened in Florida. The phones went crazy. The rocks came in, the frequency things going off, the RF meters coming off. But Shane was hold Shane was holding that 360 camera up in the air the whole, the whole time it was going down. So now I have to go back and review all that, that stuff. So we might have something on there that you're maybe cloaked, maybe, maybe, have the predator effect going um who knows but we did have to dive deeper 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 into it hmm. Hmm. but you are convinced that you have a technique that is it bringing them forward or finding them in the area i think it's finding them i don't think we're bringing them in I think if we're bringing them in, they want to come in to see us, or they're attracted to the girls, or they're attracted to a scent somebody wears, or whatever they do, or whatever they want to see. Or I think that's what will bring them in. I think the meters are just letting us know they're there. I don't think they can bring them in. I don't think that. Uh, I don't know how it would work that way. 
unless we figure out the 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 decibel range they're talking or they're using to talk to each other, and then we can tune into. Can you imagine that if we can come up with a program that could do that, and then we're in the same decibel range they are, and we say hey, and then they can come back with whatever, however they talk and say hey. I mean, this is just throwing stuff far far out that more than the more money than we got to try at, but. Can you imagine if that if that's the case? You could come up with a computer program and bring it out into the woods, would you? And who knows? Maybe you could communicate with them, or whatever's whatever's using those that frequency level. You know, I can see that. Yeah, I, that the, the 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 satellite guy said, "Don't give up on this," and he gave us ideas. He gave us stuff to look at, or we could rent the rent the machines to bring out in the woods. He says there are RF RF uh rf um i don't know how you say meters that can locate you could be able to go out there and locate where the rf is coming from so you would be able to go towards that direction to see what was given off that rf but it's expensive they're like twelve fifteen thousand dollars you know so to rent them for a weekend i'm sure it's probably you know three four grand oh yeah and that always is the is the trouble that happens with our field is, you know, us doing this as volunteers, not all of us carry a bank account that goes along with it. So, I mean, you know, how do you advance it? How do you push this forward? You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's going right. to be difficult. We're just going to have to use what we can and hopefully we can get the results we need. And then we can get that one person that's going to say, hey, these guys are on to something. They're close. Let's give them the stuff they need to get it done. You know, that's the only way I see it happening. Um, the, the looking in the bushes for pictures, taking pictures of these guys, you know, and everybody looking for, in the, you know, the pictures that got six eyeballs and, you know, they got branches coming out their ears. And maybe they are a Sasquatch, but I don't see a Sasquatch there. I see leaves and I see tree. And I think that hurts more than it helps anything. Um, you can't go out and get pictures of these guys. Every time you're in the woods, there's one picture, Patty. That is it really. Um, in my book that, that proves anything. And uh, how long ago now is that? Is that 60 years? Was that the 60-year anniversary yeah. she just had? Or Yeah. Um, really, has there been, I mean, Freeman, I mean, there's been a couple that have been close, you know what I mean? But Patty, nothing compares to Patty. I haven't seen yeah, anything compared the, to Patty. The problem that we have today is nobody trusts anything, okay? Uh, CGI is too good. People faking uh costumes or or whatever is too good video editing uh they've made it so a three-year-old could do it now you know i mean i don't know if we will ever see another patterson gimlin type film i really don't because and even if it is out there i know if i had it i wouldn't release it chris I mean, I would give it to researchers that I know and trust. Yourself, Carter Bouchard, Nate Rudd, uh, Bigfoot Rob, you know, uh, Duke Sullivan, and a number of others that I trust. I would give. I would totally give 
that to you guys. But to release it publicly, not a hope in hell. Why would I want my life to turn out like uh, Patterson Gimlin, where you're getting death threats over this? Your 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 family is being um, threatened. You know, people calling you nuts for fifty years. You know, so you play you play the the denial game. Fine, I didn't see it. It never happened. We lied about it all just to get people off your back. And now you start a whole new world of drama where people are like, "Aha, gotcha." See, you said you, you you didn't see anything. You you were lying this whole time. You can't right. get away from it. And any type of financial gain would not outweigh the the publicity of what living hell your life would become. It isn't worth it. It is not worth it at all. Well, why why do you think why do you think that? Uh... Because there was nothing back then that ma- that couldn't match Patty. There's they couldn't make anything back then. I mean, Planet of the Apes came out back then too at the same time. There's no nobody that could have made a suit with the muscle texture and the and the and the breasts and the way she walked and the the she had the hemorrhage or whatever on her right leg and the. How come that didn't how how come that didn't take off? That's what I've always wondered. Why didn't People just say it's real. I mean, no, no, nobody can make you. Nobody can make a suit like that. They tried and tried and well, tried. Nobody could even come close. The other thing that we have to realize too is when it comes to Patterson Gimlin. Is we got two minutes to go. We, the majority of people who are looking at that fee at that film now, are looking at it with a twenty first century at, mindset and attitude. They're not looking at it in a mid-1960s mindset and attitude where in certain states they were still measuring women's swimsuits to make sure they weren't more than an inch above the knee. I mean, that's how prudish society was. And I don't believe for a second that Patterson and Gilman are going to sew a pair of breasts on this creature and say, hey, this will make it look really funny. Let's put a pair of boobs on there. I don't see that happening. I really don't. I mean, we're we're right before the sexual revolution as this is going on. I mean, I don't get it. I don't understand how people, anybody out there can argue that that video is fake. All right. No, I'm with you 100%. And why and why didn't why didn't it take off? Why didn't people say I just don't understand why it didn't take off. That's the only problem. I, I just it was one hundred percent real. I mean, you could see it, but we couldn't. They didn't see it like we've seen it either. They didn't see it all dressed up and you know pixelated and more pixels they added and seeing the breasts and seeing the way we can see it now. But come on, back then that was still pretty darn good. I remember I used to go across the street to my buddy's house. He had the the. Uh, uh, what was it Guinness Book of World Record books? Remember, we used to get those in the white yeah. little books, and and it was in there. And I went over there, and I used to go over there just to see that and the picture of the B fifty two bomber with the bikini babe on it. Those are the two pictures I used to go over here and see when I was a kid. But uh, I just don't understand why to this day that's not good enough. I just well, why is that? Not and good that's enough? and that's probably why we haven't seen the next Patterson-Gimlin film revealed. That's exactly why. You know, so, Chris, I'm going to get you to hold on right there because 
when we come back, this whole Sasquatch information that Chris is discovering is taking a really weird path. Does it include the government? Does it include helicopters hovering over his home? What else is weird and strange? We will find out when we return with researcher from Discovering Sasquatch, Chris Reinhardt. We'll be right back on Space Now Radio for hour number two. All right, brother, we are clear. <clears throat> we are going to turn this over to our main man, Dirty Filth. So that way he can uh, tell us what he's drawing tonight because it's been a while since Filth has been in the hot seat. He took a sabbatical. Oh boy. He took a sabbatical. I'm sweating bullets here. Luckily, it just slides off my slick ball dome. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I'll be right back, guys. He's going to be right back, everybody. Okay. He's going to let the dogs out. He's going to get bit out. by the. <laughs> yeah, he's going to get bit by the winter mosquitoes that we have in Canada because we have winter mosquitoes. And I'm currently drawing. You guys kind of nailed it at the start of the show. Dave's like, "Why is it always? Why is it always one right foot?" So I'm going to have Dogman and Sasquatch here. And Sasquatch has got this fake footprint presser. And Dogman's asking him, what's that for, Bigfoot? And Sasquatch is saying, well, I use this to fool the humans. It works every time. There's just going to be a whole bunch of right footprints along the bottom. Yeah, cool. <laughs> uh, sometimes they kill me. Yeah, looks, it looks like a blob of garbage right now, but trust me, it'll look good at the end. Oh, I'm sure it will. I got no doubts. Well, how's your night going so far? It's going good. It's going good. Um, uh, I've been here a couple other times, uh, but when I first started coming here, I was uh, I was all flesh and blood, and that's all there was, and you couldn't change my mind. And then uh, last year, I had something happen to me in the green swamp that uh, just doesn't happen, and. Uh, now I'm putting more and more of the pieces together, and uh, these it's it's just been too long. It's been sixty years of doing the same thing. I'm not, and I'm not bashing anybody in either. You know, they can have their own way of researching or investigating. They could do whatever they want, and we're going to do what we're going to do, and that's uh, so we're going to you know just share our findings, and that's all you can do, and. Like I said, I'm not going to go and bash these people, and I'm not going to bash them for what they do because I wouldn't want it done to me either, you know, but it happens. Well, it's okay if you make fun of them if they're a Toronto Maple Leafs fan. That's all right. Dave will allow that. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, I'm from Connecticut, so I used to be a Whalers fan. Ooh, Whalers, eh? Yeah. Oh, let my Canadian slip right there. Well, uh, I've been an Oilers fan forever, even through the dark ages, so it's kind of nice that they're actually not soiling themselves. 
Yeah, I haven't followed hockey since then, since the Whalers left. Since we were promised if we filled up the if we filled up the stadium for the last season that they wouldn't leave Hartford and all that did was get them to get sold to Carolina and then they won the Stanley Cup two years later. <laughs> yeah, you, you just definitely know. I, I just think of it as a cartoon. You see the owner of the company just fleeing on an airplane with like four suitcases and some sacks under his arm and money, like bills falling out the side of it and everything. And it's like, oh, my laundry's falling out all over the place. <laughs> oh, boy. Robert. Well, do you have a spooky Halloween at least? Um, no, I just had retina detachment surgery, so uh, I stayed in. Um, I've had that three times in the last last year, and hopefully this time it sticks. Thanks. I had a friend that was riding his motorbike, and a grasshopper flew out and hit him in the face and detached his retina. Detached his retina. Oh, it's the first day with my new mouth. Sorry. Yeah, no, yeah. and even to this day, he's he's kind of wonky in that eyeball. Yeah, no, it won't be always. It won't always be good. Um, I didn't do. I came. I went hiking and I sat back down in my truck and it detached. So I, I don't know what happened. What's well, shame they could give you? You know, we can send ships to Mars and everything, but we can't put like a FLIR camera in someone's eyeball. Right. Yeah, that'd be cool if you get like get like a bionic eyeball. That'd be really cool. That's the stuff we should be working on. It hurts, that's for sure. It's not a pleasant experience. Hi, Gene Beckett. How are you? Hello, Dave Scott. How are you? Hey, I'm good. I'm good. It's cold Actually, outside. You're Dave. Joey Hayes. How you doing? Oh. Got lots of snow, Dave. Uh, we're supposed to get ten to twenty centimeters of snow in the next forty-eight hours. Yikes! Yeah. Really, you guys know already? Yep, Hippie J, how are you? Welcome to SOR Chat. Yeah, snow already. Wonderful. Not yeah, even ready. Not for me. I gotta. Tomorrow's gonna be a busy day for me. I gotta uh, move all my crap out that's sitting around my yard because I've been doing a bunch of renos around my house. I gotta move it all and pack up everything and store it. <sighs> Ten seconds. Thank you to Eric who is our only super chatter of the night so far. Thank you so much. Super chat is a wonderful way to support what we do on this show on a nightly basis. Here comes our number two. You're listening to Spaced Out Radio with Dave Scott. Follow Dave on Twitter at Spaced Out Radio and on Facebook Spaced Out Radio Show. Hour number two of Spaced Out Radio is now underway. Thank you so much for joining us. We very much appreciate Earning your listening ears wherever you are on this beautiful planet we call Earth. Hello to everyone listening in on our terrestrial affiliates around North America, digitally on Odyssey Radio, TalkStream Live, and KPNL. All of our archives are free. Join us at youtube.com forward slash spaced out radio. Do old Davey the favor, hit that subscribe button. 
The Desert Clam has set the password for tonight in the SOR Space Travelers Club. Eclegme. Eclegme is your password. Use it wisely, Space Travelers, as a clam sets the password each and every night right here on Spaced Out Radio. Our website is spacedoutradio.com. We have a plethora of features for you. Rock out to Bumblefoot, read Shirky Poo's Newswire, check out our swag as well. Follow us on Twitter at Spaced Out Radio, Instagram at Spaced Out Radio Show, and on TikTok at Spaced Out Radio. We continue on tonight with Chris Reinhardt. He is the man from Discover Sasquatch out of the Berkshire Mountains in New England, and he's found some very interesting movement, if we could call it that, through signals and sounds and tones it's amazing but it's working for him and chris thank you so much for being here with us to explain it all to us man oh well, thank you for having me i really appreciate it and uh i'd like to give credit to uh to um a couple other guys too uh, mr santariga and also uh sir brian himself out and um who these guys have been using the signals and the sounds for many a moon and uh they have a lot of good info yes. when it comes to all that, too. So. Our, our good friend, Brian Bowden, who has literally about 7,882 podcasts running at once. It's amazing how he does it. <laughs> amazing. Uh, you know, I just want to say to our audience in our chat room right now, Chris, before we move forward, we got a few questions that have piled up. I want to get to this story right off the bat here because – we need to get to it uh, before we get to audience questions. And this is regarding your findings through these signals and sounds and tones and everything has led this into a deeper conspiracy, if we could say that, regarding the legend of Sasquatch. Tell us about it. All right. So you guys have already heard the story about, you know, with the Ron Moorhead on the show and we did the quantum entanglement experiment. Well, I decided to keep on going with the quantum entanglement experiment. Um, I wasn't going to after the scratches and the kids. and uh, But I, I just wanted to try it one more time and see if, if it would work. So I just kept on thinking, I want for you guys to get closer. I want to be closer. I want us to get closer. I want you guys to get closer with my house. I want you to get closer to me. I want you closer. And I was putting that out there for a good two weeks. I mean, you, you put it out there, you put it out there. I get home from one day from work and, uh, uh, Maria tells me, did you see Facebook? I'm like, uh, no, nah, I didn't, nah, I didn't see anything on Facebook. There was a sighting main street in town today. A sighting. I'm like sighting of what? She goes, what do you think a sighting of what? I'm like, she's like a Sasquatch. A girl seeing a Sasquatch run out of the woods, make some turkey goblin gobbling noise, and disappear and walked up to the river, walked up the river and disappeared. Now there's three years ago there was a sighting in that same exact creek going up towards my research areas anyways are up there. So I'm like, wow, well, that, that's odd, you know, that, that, that doesn't happen in this town. We got 11,000 people in this town. We don't even have a supermarket. 
we sure as hell not going to have a Sasquatch. Have plans for the outdoors? Make the memories last with Orca coolers and drinkware. Orca coolers are built to be as strong as the adventures you take them on. That's why they have a lifetime warranty while giving you world-class temperature retention. Orca's premium drinkware offers the same high quality, keeping your drinks icy cold or hot for hours. Their tumblers and martini cup are perfect companions for your next outdoor adventure. Go to orcacoolers.com and use promo code 15 for 15% off your order. That's orcacoolers.com. Promo code 15. Adyen, the payments platform that adapts with your business so you can accept all kinds of payments with one single integration. Visit Adyen, A-D-Y-E-N.com to learn more. On Main Street in Winston, Connecticut. Um, The next night, I'm sitting at home. We're just sitting at home, and Maria's like, "You know what? The weirdest thing's been going on." And I'm like, "Well, what, what do you mean?" She goes, "I'm getting out. I'm going outside, and she she feeds every animal in the world: deer, bears. She feed she feeds everything. The her hummingbird feeder is a glass hummingbird feeder, and it hangs from the tree in the front yard. The lid was being popped off, and it was all drank." And the feathers are all, the, the feathers, the, the flowers. It's a glass one, not one of those cheap plastic ones. It was a glass one. All the feather, the flowers are all picked off and left on a pile on the ground. And this happened four nights in a row. On the fourth night, she got mad because we've had them here before. And uh, like I said in the last show, um, they're back. They're back here. I'm like, what do you mean they're back here? She goes, well, that thing in town, and then, and then this, and then the, you know, every drinking the, the drinking the drinking the sugar water, and now they took one of my flowers. Now, now they're taking her stuff. Now she's mad. Now she's mad. The next day comes. Guess what's back? The flower off of her hummingbird feeder is back. Same scenario. All the other flowers are popped off. The sugar water's drank, but now all the five flowers are back all together. The next night I'm sleeping in bed. I'm not sleeping. I'm up in bed. It's like 930, and uh, my grandbabies live here, and your mother's ready to give them a, a bath, and my bedroom's right up against the thing, and she turns on the water, and the pipes are right there, and the pipes are turned on. You hear the water. Now all of a sudden, the, the, the room starts shaking. The room is shaking. I like the, 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 I'm like, the pipes are going to burst. Something's going to, so what, what's going on? What's going on? There's a helicopter 50 feet above my house, blacked out, blacked out. No lights on, no nothing, hovering there for 10 minutes, just hovering, and then takes off. After that night, no more hummingbird water. No more hummingbird juice gone. No more flowers being picked. No more nothing. None of that was going on anymore. Are they tracked? Are they whatever came here? Because my buddy's a air. He's an airplane airline mechanic, and he gave me an app. And he says whatever was up in the air that night has to be registered. It's against the law for them not to be registered. There was no log of this flight of the helicopter that came over my house. And my house was, I live in like an apartment, an end-unit apartment, and it was literally shaking my bedroom, the helicopter. And then after that, no more Sasquatch. Did any of your other neighbors hear this helicopter? Oh, yeah, that was shaking the building. It was right above my building. (laughs) I live in an apartment building. Yep. 
plain as day, and we still can't figure it. And I, I asked my buddy because he's, you know, he's into this too, and he goes, "There's two things: they're either letting you know that you're getting too close to whatever you're doing, or they knew that guy was too close to wherever he was doing, and they needed to push him out of here." He says those are the only two things that he could come up with. Are they tracked? Is that what the radio frequency thing that we're picking up is? Are they tracked inside so deep and it has to be that strong of a signal for us to hear? I don't know, but that's, that's what happened. And that is, I'll take that to my grave. Maria was, everybody in this house was a witness. Everybody. And Maria was the one finding the, the sugar water. I was, had nothing to do with this again. Um, we had the, like last year when I told you, we had the, the coyote leg left at the back door. And now we have a we have a structure a hundred feet in the woods back here. Teepee structure built in between this old old uh scoop thing or uh some kind of a tractor. Big, you know, it's 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 a it's a Sasquatch. It's a Sasquatch structure. And they're coming here. But after that night, no more sugar water, no more nothing, just gone. Do you think that because of your work that these this Sasquatch was tracking you and, you know, obviously maybe they got tipped off to everything that was going on and they were scaring it out. I mean, that's, to me, what makes the most sense. Yeah, that's what I think, too. I think it's the guy that we interacted with at my area that we call Larry's, the property that got, that got sold. I think when I was doing this reaching out, this quantum entanglement stuff, I think he got it, and he came to see me. And I think when he came to do it, and he was the one that was drinking, because well, well, just in a million years, you have a sighting in your town. I look for Sasquatch. Nobody else in my town really knows that I look for Sasquatch. Maria's sugar water's disappearing. There's flowers being left in piles on the ground. I'm getting coyote legs dumped at my back door. There's structures in my woods. And now I got black helicopters going over my house. I think 100% that the government knows what I'm doing or what's going on here or who's coming here. I, I just think it, I think it personally was a warning because it wasn't a chartered flight. I just think they're just saying, basically stop what you're doing or that we know what you're doing. But of course, this is all hearsay. This is all uh, I can come up with. Um, but it definitely, well, again, I'll take it to my grave. I have no reason to lie about this. I I'm not going to make $20,000 by telling you that I had a helicopter flying over my house one night, shaking my bedroom while the kids were taking a bath. Um, Hundred percent true. I wish Maria was awake, but uh, she would come down and tell you hundred percent that this all happened. Um, so I'm all up for whatever anybody else is thinking because it's either they're tracking these guys or they're letting me know that whatever we're doing with the frequency stuff and the other stuff that we're trying is getting close to what we shouldn't be getting close to, or I don't know. Well, have you had any more incidents with the government or, or the helicopter since then? Nope. But I've been warned by three other people to stop with the, with the doing what I'm doing with the quantum stuff. 
I was warned to by three people that uh, I know but don't know, and they were told me to uh, lay off the quantum stuff, just let it be. Why? What it's going to lead to, I guess. Um, more visits from the helicopter people. I don't know. Um, see, I don't see it's just a freaky, it's a freaky event. It's, anyways, you go from a sighting in town to something drinking your your, your hummingbird sugar water, and then having a helicopter over your your house all within a week. Um, it's pretty pretty freaky occurrence. Well, I want I want to get back to when you were warned. You know, did you know these people who were warning you? Yes, I know who they are. I mean, not I didn't talk to them like talk to them, but they're telling me to stop the 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 entanglement stuff. Um, uh, where are they without giving out their names? Where are they in relation to the research of Sasquatch? Are they involved with it? Oh, yes, yes. They've been involved in it for years. Yep. Two are up in Canada. And one's uh, out in California. See, I don't think you should give it up. I really don't. I don't think that helicopter was there for you at all. That's just my opinion in listening to you. Uh. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty scary <laughs> to tell well, you that's about true. I'm not saying it isn't scary. I'm not saying it isn't uh, scary at all. I'm What I'm saying is I do believe that the government knows about these creatures. I do believe that that they have an understanding of what they are and what they're all about, but I don't think it was there for you. That's just my opinion. So what do you think they were there for it? Yeah. Because here's the thing, there's going to be other people in your area that have likely seen these creatures as well, okay? And if they were reported to the police or to whomever, then there's then that's how they would be tracked. Right, I gotcha. But they would have had to been tracked for a while because, I mean... They must have been following him for a while, because he or did he get too close? I don't know. Well, what were what would they consider trackable? You know, are they too close to the neighborhoods, or are they just maybe too close uh, to the neighborhoods, too close to children, too close to uh, whatever? They might not even know that you live there. They probably do, but they might not even know. Right. But now that would be even be even a huger coincidence than, than not knowing me, you know, not knowing that I do what I do, and oh, all of a sudden I'm there's sure one do. here. Oh, I'm sure they do, you know. But I don't think, from what I've heard from people on the inside, they're not they're not tracking Sasquatch researchers as say as much as they would be tracking people who are heavily into ufology who are, you know, throwing wrenches within the uh, the government's plan of their, their controlled narrative. Right. I'm just a little guy on the, the spectrum. I'm just you know, a blip on the screen. Well, we all are. It's like, it's like I know this show right now is being played by 
someone, and there's one or two, maybe more people listening at the Pentagon and at other alphabet agencies. I know that. I've been told that. They listen to all the major shows, whether it's us or Coast to Coast or, or Jimmy Church or, or whomever the big UFO shows are. We know. We know it's happening. Right? Yeah, it was just, it was just, and again, Maria doesn't want, that's the babies. She doesn't want them around the babies. We have babies here. She doesn't want them here. Um, but I know a lot of people who have them at their, their homes and nothing goes on. And, uh, you know, um, I don't know. The helicopter was the helicopter got got to me a little bit. As it should. No offense, it should. I think it would be great if it did. But I mean, if you don't have any government officials coming up to you and saying, "Hey, dude, you need to stop this effective immediately," I keep going. I would keep going. Why not? It's not hurting you. It's not hurting right. anybody. Well, we'll have to see uh, <laughs> how it goes. I'm going to stay away from the quantum entanglement for a little while, though. I'm not going to. I'm not going to wish it out there. I don't think for a while. Um, that stuff works. I didn't think it would work, uh, but like I said, the guys that won the Nobel Peace Prize this year, quantum physics, you know, they're <laughs> they won the Nobel Peace Prize. Something's going on with all that jazz. So. How would you? I, well, I'd say say that happened to you. You know, you got you got you got little ones, and all of a sudden you got you got the helicopter over your house, and you had the same scenario. And what well, what would you do? You would oh. keep going. Oh, here's the funny part. I have told this on the air, so it's nothing new that I haven't uh, that I'll be saying to you. But dude, I I have no problem if 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 any government agency wants me to shut down, all they got to do is ask with a paycheck. Ask, come with a paycheck. I'll shut her down right now. My mortgage is paid. All right. Right. Hey, never thought about it I'll like that. I'll shut it down. I have no problem. Or if you want to give me a job on the woo desk, if the Canadian government ever came up and, and got their crap together and got their own woo desk going, which I, I do believe that they have, hey, I, offer me a job. I'm right there, right there. Uh, I, you know, I mean, uh, sorry to my audience or whatever at my radio stations, but you know what? If if the woo desk came, came calling and said, we're going to give you all the answers that you want. We're going to show you everything you want to see, but you got to leave SOR. I would say how much, and if there's a dollar sign in there that pays my mortgage, I'm okay with that. I'm very okay with that. As I think everyone how often should you, be. How often do you think that happens, that that you know that, that goes down? Never. How many people do you think are really, really close to... you got to know there's people out there that have them living in their barn. You know what I mean? Oh, and I'm yeah. not trying to be the interviewer here, but I've been thinking a lot about that lately. It's just 
you know that there's a there's a 75 year old couple out there that has a family of four living in their barn and they're feeding them every day and they're going about their business I absolutely mean, i know in my area in uh the the wells gray uh provincial park or na- national park here which is an hour and a half south of me on the logging roads that every year for the last number of years, there had been a husband and wife who would go camp in the exact same campground, the exact same area. And every year they would meet up with a Sasquatch and they would, and they would uh, feed it peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. I believe those interactions are happening. You know, you get some farmer who's on top of a mountain in the middle of British Columbia or Arkansas or wherever, okay? I really do believe that that that, uh, person could have a relationship with them. And, hey, make it maybe make a deal. You keep – I'll give you one pig a year or one cow a year if you – Keep the wolves and the coyotes and the bears and the cougars away from my my livestock, right? And if one of my animals dies, I'll leave it for you. You know what I'm saying? I'm positive that stuff happens. Why wouldn't it? Well, I agree with you. Do you? I'm I'm starting to think that we're we're the foreigners on Earth. We we're we're the ones that were planted here. And uh, all the other Sasquatch and all the other beings that are out there, they're the ones that were here first. Oh, what do you think about that? Good possibility. Very good possibility. You know, I fight with that one. I, I totally fight with that one because I, you know, I would consider myself a creationist. But I fight with that one for sure. I don't think that there's anything uh, wrong with, you know, that type of thinking. Really mm-hmm. don't. Well, these guys don't need fire. They don't need, we need fire. We can't live without fire. We can't survive in the, you couldn't survive a Canadian winter without fire. I mean, they could, they do it. I mean, you know what I mean? I'm just, they've been here for, I just think they've been here way longer than we have. And uh, we we were somehow manipulated. We were that extra twist was putting into our our DNA, you know what I mean? Oh, very, very, very possible. Very, very possible. When we get back from the break, Chris, we got a bunch of questions that have been piling up here. We're going to try and get through all of them here for you guys tonight on Space Down Radio with Chris Reinhardt from Discover Sasquatch, who's out of New England investigating the Berkshire Mountains and all the ranges in between. Oh, yeah. It's been an interesting show so far. This is why we love bringing Chris on Spaced Out Radio. Always a good time. Always, always, always a good time. We will return for the second half of this show right after this break. So stay tuned. Your questions and more Sasquatch Talk.
tonight we're clear so that was pretty uh like i told you that was pretty up there right <laughs> oh and trust me i totally understand where you are uh where you are uh, uh coming from i think i think you have a point uh, do you need to be worried maybe you do i'm not saying you shouldn't or take precaution or anything like that but i do believe that they were probably tracking the creature more so than you and and just you know the creature probably found comfort in your area and it just happened to be happenstance that's that's kind of the way i'm i'm looking at it but i could be 100% wrong i don't know right no like i just said i was asking for it that week and that just blew my mind the way it happened so who knows? We haven't been up to Larry's and Larry's in two years now. We can't even get in there anymore. So I don't even know what goes on up there anymore. I wish I, I did. That was a that was the spot where we were going to get answers. They were following us there. Um, but we're pretty close now. Rock Throw Alley. You watch this coming year. If we all stay healthy, I have a pretty good feeling about that place. That uh, we might get we might get some we might get some pictures. Well, I hope so. Might get something. I hope so. I really do, man. Well, I hope somebody does. I hope somebody does. Love to see you get it, dude. Love to see yeah. you get it. I mean, you guys cap. You guys came pretty close. Well, you got to keep trying, right? Right, 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 right. I love it. I love the outdoors. I mean, I love the hiking and I love all that, but it seems now that when we're out there, they're, they're in tune. Like I said, they're in tune with us for some reason there. Mm-hmm. They know where we're at and they know, well, they know where we're going because we're predictable. We yes. always go the same route, always do the same thing. We always use the same whistle. So they know who's who they know it's us. They know what they can get ahead of us and they know where we're going. You know what I mean? And I think that's, that's huge. And, and, uh, part of it so we put that with the now the with using the whistles and the frequencies and the i got a whole thing full of tuning forks i carry with me now trying different uh tuning have plans for the outdoors make the memories last with orca coolers and drinkware orca coolers are built to be as strong as the adventures you take them on that's why they have a lifetime warranty while giving you world-class temperature retention orca's premium drinkware offers the same high quality keeping your drinks icy cold or hot for hours their tumblers and martini cup are perfect companions for your next outdoor adventure go to orcacoolers.com and use promo code 15 for 15 percent off your order that's orcacoolers.com promo code 15 Adyen, the payments platform made for today, tomorrow, and whatever comes next. With Adyen's single solution, it's simple to accept all kinds of payments, in-app, online, in-store, touch-free, and beyond. And it seamlessly adapts with your business. So keep your customers happy and your business growing with Adyen. Visit Adyen, A-D-Y-E-N dot com to learn more. Forks and bunch of stuff like that just just let it go who knows you know who knows one of those tuning forks might just bring them right out to you and they just might just step out and look at you who knows right right have you have your encounters since you've been doing this have they been pretty positive oh yeah we haven't had any negative anything negative other than the throwing the stones but they're not they don't come close to us 
Um, uh, but like I said, we were all, we weren't out that many times this year. And every time we went out, we had something, we had something go on. Dave, we went, we got out of the car early this year and we picked up an EVP and it said, help. And you can hear it plain as day. It's in the video. You can go to the channel again and hear it. And it goes, help. And then an hour later, pick up another EVP. And now it sounds it's a little farther away. And it says, help again. And it's the same voice. Never registered with me. But Mr. Santariga, they registered with him. He goes, you know what? And I'm like, what? It was following you guys. Whatever said help, an hour later, you're up that trail, an hour into that trail, Whatever that was was following you. Mm-hmm. That kind of gave me the little heebie-jeebies there too, because uh, imagine if you were by yourself and something says "help" and you heard it, and then you go over to check it out and see what it was, and you never know. That's why I never go hiking by myself any longer. Oh, I don't blame you. I give my buddy Mike crap about that all the time. Yep. I mean, even if you got a, a snake bit. Uh, you know, you're not going to make it out. Snake bit, you're two and a half hours in and you get a snake bit. What are you going to do? Oh, I agree. Fully agree with you. We got about well, uh, 45 seconds here. Well, I just hope it wasn't too crazy, people, but uh, it definitely 100% happened. So I'm not going to hide it from nobody. Well, I think that's a smart thing. I really do. I really well, that's do. how we learn. Let's see here. <sighs> Have you met with Robin McRae yet? No. You're going to want to. Okay. All right, buddy, here we go. Thank you to Ollie and uh, Eric for the super chats. Here we go. point of Spaced Out Radio tonight. Good to have you with us. My name is Dave Scott. Very much appreciate earning your listening ears wherever you are on this beautiful planet we call Earth. Hi to everyone tuning us in. We appreciate you. And of course, remind you that all of our archives are free. Join us at youtube.com forward slash Spaced Out Radio. Just do old Davey the favor. Hit that subscribe button. Our website is spacedoutradio.com. We have a plethora of features for you. Rock out to Bumblefoot, read Shirky Poo's Newswire. Check out our swag as well. Follow us on Twitter at Spaced Out Radio, Instagram at Spaced Out Radio Show, and on TikTok at Spaced Out Radio. Chris Reinhardt, Discover Sasquatch, is here right now. Chris, we're going to get to some audience questions here for you. Start, Start off with Corey. Can meditation help protect you from these creatures? Um, I've been learning to meditate 
um, just to take stress out of my life and to use the chakra stones and all that stuff. And uh, I don't know if it protects from the beans or from the bad stuff, but I've felt a lot more relaxed since we've started doing the chakra stuff. Um, again, this is all new to me, the frequency stuff. and uh, But I have been doing a little bit of the meditation and a little bit of the chakra and a little bit of the healing stones. And I can tell you that it's relaxed me. It's definitely it's definitely done something for the good better. Put it that way. Well, that's good. That's good. Let's get to another question here. This one comes from Digger Dog. Chris, do you think that some of your team's ailments are related to your experiences? See, there, there, there's a lot of people that that tell me that they are, and then there's a lot of people that tell you that the circus is in town because you feel that way. And uh, you can't let them people get to you. Um, I, I don't know. To tell you the truth, Maria does, my wife thinks that uh i get i'm getting sick because i'm getting close especially since we're get, catching this uh new the radio frequency high levels of the the radiation um it could be uh, it could be digger dog um or it just could be that i'm getting old too you know <laughs> that could be part of the problem too but to answer the question maria my wife definitely thinks 100% it's because of what I do. Um, let's hope that I can stay healthy for this whole year. And if I don't, I probably won't be doing it after this year if I get sick again, if the same thing keeps on popping up. Shiro is asking, have you tried different tuning forks? Yep, I got them right back of me right here. If I, hold on, let's see if I can grab them. Got a whole bag of them. We try all different kinds. I carry them in a nice little leather case in my back, my backpack. So yep, we try them all, and who knows? Like I said, you might get that uh, that one that makes them pop out and say, "Hey, here we are. What's that?" You know what I mean? That would be so cool, wouldn't it? Just hit that and ding, and all of a sudden he comes out. Hey, then <laughs> it'd be wild. So yeah, we have all different kinds of tuning forks. Do, are you the only ones doing this, or have you teamed up with other teams to extend this experiment in say different areas? Um, we're the only in the ones in this area, other than you know Al and and Brian. They use the tuning forks. Uh, anybody else, I don't know of that uses them. Only us, as far as I know. All right. In the meantime, the rest of us are running to Facebook Marketplace to try and figure out if we can find some tuning forks there. Thanks. Yep, for that. But make sure you make sure you look at them because they all have different frequency levels. Some of them mean Earth, and some of them mean Universe, and some of them mean Health. And you want to get the right ones and 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 uh, match them up with your chakra stones. And there's a whole dive into it a little bit and then you'll you'll see what i'm saying and then so you get the right ones makes sense all right let's go to uh let's go to love v love here are sasquatch telepathic 
No, see, I haven't. I, I again, I haven't been like out in the forest and heard them, but I've had dreams of. I had a dream of one with a white cloak over its face saying something to me. I couldn't even tell you what it said, but it was a Sasquatch and it had like a white robe and only half of its face was showing and it said something to me. Um, but are these EVPs that are we picking up? Are are these Sasquatch? Are they, are, are these the ones that we're not hearing, but our recorders are picking up or are these spirits? Um, I don't know that either because uh, they're intelligent. They know our names. They're uh, they're leaving us messages on our phones. Um, whatever it is is very intelligent, and that's another scary thing. Um, having something out in the middle of the woods know your name, and you're not even from Florida. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, and then like I just said, that break I was telling everybody we heard the word help, and then an hour later we heard the same voice help but we're an hour up the trail and my friend made us realize or made me realize that whatever was saying it uh was following us it followed us for an hour and then has said help again um are we supposed to be meant to hear that and not our recorders uh i'm not too sure how to answer that question but i haven't had the telepathic connection i don't think with the Sasquatch, but I know people who have, so I believe they are. I bet you Robin McRae would blow your mind. Yeah, well, we have to meet. You'll have to give me an email address and uh, or whatever number, and uh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. We'll hook that up for you. She is very telepathic when it comes to Sasquatch. Like, I, I could tell you point blank, my friend. She she uh, predicted everything that was going to happen when we had our sighting. Wow. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's, it's pretty nuts, but very, very cool. Very. That's cool. good to have on your side, too. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I want to get back to what you said something way early in the first hour about portals. You believe these creatures have the ability to create portals or just walk through portals? I, I think they have the ability to walk through. I call it the veil. I don't call it a portal. I call it the veil, um, whatever people call it. I think they come in and out because, again, you're 600 pounds. You're not going to leave one footprint. I don't care what you are. You're going to walk through a, a place that just got rained on for 30 days and your one footprint sunk in the mud four inches and is size 17 and you're not going to have another footprint around what happened you lose your legs you floated away i just think you're just they're stepping in and out they're stepping in between and just like that area i told you earlier when we found that trackway we stepped in in my opinion to into the veil that wasn't the same area there was no bugs there was no humidity there was nothing it was a tough day and and then in the, in the video, the interaction in Connecticut, the two kids that are back of me are walking and they go, hey, are you sure we are on the same trail? Are you sure we are in the same forest? They didn't think we were in the same place and we had interaction that whole afternoon. Are we, when we are interacting with these guys, are we stepping into their world and it, it's not vice versa? Um, 
I, 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 hopefully we can figure it out, and we're going to die trying. That's what we love about you. That's dedication. What a good way to go through Sasquatch. <laughs> that that is completely for sure. You know, in in regards to you know the close encounters you have had and everything that goes along with that, if you were face to face with one, how would you react? <laughs> I don't know. Like, uh, well, well, what's this? What's the situation? Blood dripping off of his teeth, holding someone's arm in his hand, or him looking at the path, looking at me confused and uh, not feeling not feeling harmed in its harmed way. I guess it, it had to depend on the situation. Yeah, I, I I'm not talking about uh, about uh, anything nefarious or anything like that. I think I would be shocked at first. I think I would totally be stunned. But I think I would, I would hang, I would, uh, what, what are you going to do? You're going to, you ain't going to outrun it. You're not going to outclimb it. You're not going to do it. So you might as well stick there and see what happens. Um, that's what I would do. I would just hang out and see what goes down. Let's get to more audience questions here. And. Let's see what we have here. Huckleberry is asking, is there a difference between the creatures that cloak and other Bigfoot, in your opinion? See, I don't know. See, that's a tough question. I I don't know anything about the cloaking. I don't know if they cloak. I've never seen it. And that's how I do my stuff, by my research. I can only tell you what I've experienced, and I've never experienced anything cloaking um i've heard people say that they cloak i've heard people say they 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 look like the predator with that armor that glow in the dark armor or whatever they got that special stuff but personally i can't answer that question indefinitely because i've never i've never seen it happen before all right okay let's go to digger dog chris do you think that some of your team's ailments are related to your experiences. I think we just we just had that one. Yeah, I think we did, uh, didn't we? Let's go to Midwest yeah. here. Have you thought of using a handheld lightning detector? In a thunderstorm? <laughs> um uh, actually no, I've never we've never we've never tried that. We I have a whole um my truck out back here right now has uh, like six uh, TV antennas from 1973 in them right now. So they're all shaped different ways. You know how they pick up different signals. So you know what? I'm going to pick up one, and I will let you know, Mid- Midwest Night Watchers. I will have one for this coming season, and uh, we will definitely we'll, we'll try it out, see what happens. Outside of this, what was your major breakthrough? In 2022, I think that I think the girls getting whistled at and them seeing what whistled at them was the biggest thing for what happened to us. Uh, it's just because we were using what we want, what we were we we were using what we just told you. We were using the frequency. We were using the EMF detector. We were using our whistles. We were. Mm-hmm. Everything I told you that we wanted to try to do, 
we used that day. The girls got whistled at, and the two of them saw whatever whistled. And um, I think that was the that was the best that happened for the team this year. For me personally, was the EVPs that we're getting. I found a deer rub, and it was uh, scraped deer scrape, and it was all scraped up. But right next to it, ten feet over, was a stick that was stuck in the ground eight inches. Ouch. So right across from the deer rub, got them. Then you got this. That that I think that's a Sasquatch sign. But we catch the word. No, no I can't. No, I'm not gonna be able to think of it. But it's an Indian word. It's a Native American word, and we catch it over the EVP. And um, I want to say it's something like out, out. Uh, oh man. But that thing, that was the best part for me because I think that were they were telling me that that's what what it, what it was. The the Sasquatch was marking that that area along with the deer scrape. They knew where the deer were coming through, so that's why they threw their stick there, and we got them. And I wish I could remember the word, but I was uh, when I was talking, the voice was having a conversation with me that I wasn't hearing. It was saying what, and it was saying yeah. And it was it was just it was just like that. Like I would say something and went, yeah. And then it did the Native American word and then it did a what and and that was in the last this last uh uh last video is called The Ones from Up the Road. And it's all right there you can hear. Ahu, ahu, that's what it was, ahu. And it's been reported a lot in uh in Sasquatch areas, people hearing that that word ahu. Um if anybody's ever heard that uh, uh, please let me know too. But I know six people that have heard "ahu" in the woods, and this was plain as day EVP. And we're catching EVPs now, Dave. Every time we go out, we never did before Florida. Never did before we had that experience in Florida. Now every time we go out, EVPs are on our recorders. Are we in that frequency now? Are we? Are they reaching out to us because they know we're in that frequency zone and then we can hear them? Um, it's just another question that we're trying to figure out. You know what I mean? Uh, who knows? Oh, I hear you. I, I completely hear you. For 2022, what was your best evidence for this year? Oh, the five-print trackway by far. Uh, we had a knuckle print with it too. It was digging. It was digging a hole with a stick, and it had its knuckle print like it was like, like it was crouching like a football player. A lineman would put one hand down, and you know he put the other hand up, ready to charge the the quarterback. But the other hand, he was digging with the stick, and he had his and this was like five inches into the ground. The knuckle print, and you could put your hand right into the knuckle print. It fit perfectly, and that was five feet away from the, the five foot, the five tracks and the five tracks came down the woods and the straight line that they always do. And then they ended and then there was no more tracks anywhere. We couldn't find another track anywhere, just gone again. Um, so that was our best for, uh, I think for this year. Did you feel at any point that you became close 
to seeing one? I think if I could have seen, my eye wasn't messed up. I would have seen what the girl seen when we got with the whistle that I couldn't, my right eye was just detached again and I was out in the woods and I couldn't, I couldn't, I had the, I had our brand new, the Z6 camera with the 4k and I got it in there and I got it right up into the area where they were. And I just, I just couldn't focus my eye in there, but I bet you I would have been able to see them if I, uh, if I had my eye was good. How has, uh, before I get to this uh, next question, how has your eyesight affected this year for you? My eyesight ruined this year for me. My With all the surgeries on my eye, it just, I couldn't get out in the woods that much. And then when I could, um, I couldn't see that well. My glasses were like, they were like this thick. Right. And uh, so definitely. Uh, Do you think. Th- Have plans for the outdoors? Make the memories last with Orca coolers and drinkware. Orca coolers are built to be as strong as the adventures you take them on. That's why they have a lifetime warranty while giving you world-class temperature retention. Orca's premium drinkware offers the same high quality, keeping your drinks icy cold or hot for hours. Their tumblers and martini cup are perfect companions for your next outdoor adventure. Go to orcacoolers.com and use promo code 15 for 15% off your order. That's orcacoolers.com, promo code 15. Grand Canyon University, a Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering over 250 engaging programs online. Praised for its culture of community, students engage with faculty and connect with counselors who take a personalized approach for your success. GCU's online students received over $144 million in scholarships in 2021. Visit gcu.edu myoffer to see the scholarships you qualify for. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. That there are any government agencies that are following Sasquatch? Uh, after the, after the, um, after the uh, helicopter, I would imagine. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. And let's yeah. get, let's get to Rico's question here. Uh, what are your thoughts, Chris, on the Kreider Lodge expedition? I understand there may be some MDA in place, but your discovery or opinion should not apply. Oh, I don't talk about it. Uh, Chris, Connor, don't talk about it. Um, just don't talk about the expedition at all. I'm sorry. Uh, it's just the way it is. Um, sometimes it's just better to walk away from a situation. And that's what we did. We walked away, and uh, so I'm sorry I can't answer, but uh, it's just the way it is. I apologize for that, but. Where do you see this uh, sound and tones and frequency going uh, for 2023? If everything goes the way I want it to go this coming year, I think we're going to have some extraordinary evidence. We're going to have some extraordinary data. We are building a parabolic right now with new technology that's out that nobody's using. And uh, I'll talk to you a little bit about it after the show because I'm going to I'm going to make a video. Everybody, I'll put it this way: I'm I'm building the parabolic, 
and everybody's going to see what I'm using. I'm not going to keep it a secret. I'm not telling anybody what it is right now, but it's a new technology that's out there that you're going to be able to pick up. Believe me, it's going to be, it's a game changer as in the audio field. And uh, I'm going to share it with everybody uh, as soon as that's done. So that's uh, what we're focusing on. I think audio is huge. What kind of audio? Well, the parabolica, where we want to catch when we send out our, when we send out what we're going to send out, we want to see what we're going to get back. And, and this uses a certain, certain uh, wave. I'll explain to you after a certain frequency wavelength thing that will pick it up, whether it's too soft or it's too loud or in it, and you'll be able to take it into post and you'll be able to make it crystal clear without overdubbing it or nothing. It'll sound like it came from three feet in front of you and nobody's using it. And uh, that's, that's what I'm going to be working on next. It is awesome. It is awesome. We just got to get you up here on the West coast. One of these days. Oh, I would love to get up up there. I I love, I love to travel and go all over the place and uh, see things, meet new people. Are you afraid if the UFOs start coming? I've seen the UFO. Maria and I seen the UFO three years ago. Um, no, but I mean, like during a Sasquatch investigation. I just, like I said, they're all. I think they're all tied in. I think your chances of seeing them together are great. Um. Like I again, I I just I just don't know. I don't. I I wouldn't doubt it. What I want to know is what the dogmen are. That's what I'm more interested in. I got a pretty, you know, I know what the UFOs and, you know, the book fed up, but what are these dogmen things? Are these spirit animals? Are these real real animals? Are these wolfmen? Are, are these evil things? Are these, I've heard so many stories about these guys lately, and, and uh, um, I'd like to know what they are. Oh, yeah. That's the only one that really scares me. Yeah, no, I think they're evil. My personally, I think they're evil. Um, but are they real? Or are they are they spirits? Are they? Um, I don't know. Well, I I don't want to come. I don't want to see one of those. Thir- put it that way. Thirty seconds. Do us a favor. Tell everybody where they can find your work and get in touch with you. You can uh, discover Sasquatch at gmail dot com. Uh, discover Sasquatch at Facebook, discover Sasquatch at YouTube, uh, on YouTube, discover Sasquatch on Instagram and discover Sasquatch at TikTok. You can find us all right there on discover Sasquatch. All right. Well, it's always been a pleasure to have you on the show. This one is another great one in the books. Chris Reinhardt from discover Sasquatch. Keep doing the right work. Keep reporting, keep going after them. And if the helicopters keep coming, well, make sure that you charge them. Autograph time. Personal time. Damn paparazzi and Sasquatch. Coming up next, Swamp Dweller. Then our resident Timbit brings us the UFO report. We're clear, buddy.
We are clear. Well, thank you for having me. It was great. No problem, bud. No problem. And anytime you want to come on, you just let us know. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry I couldn't answer that one question, but uh, that's for uh, another conversation. Yeah. Hi, sweet Tony D. Well, what I'll do is I'll message you with Robin McRae, her information. And uh, it, it's going to sound like Deep Woods Woo, but just trust me on this one, okay? Well, I don't push, I don't doubt anything anymore, believe me. Uh, yeah. Whatever happens, I report. That's all you can do. And uh, like I said, I'm getting called. Like the circus is in town when people are talking to me and blah, blah, blah. But you know what? I'm getting farther than these guys have gotten in 30 years and seven years. Um, I hear you. I we'll hear see you. what happens. All right, brother. We'll let you go. You take care. And uh, we'll talk soon, okay? All right. Yep. I'll email you about that thing that I'm building, too. Okay. Good. All right. All right. Chris uh, Reinhardt, everybody. And let's turn it over to Dirty Filth. As he takes over our cartoon of the night. <coughs> See, look at that, Dave. That's beauty. That's a beauty. You guys talked about it at the start of the show, and that's what my plan was, and somehow you guys read my brain. Aliens. It's always aliens. Break it down, buddy. It's always aliens. Well, maybe not 100% of the time. Well, geez, I guess I can work on my other cartoon that I got here. Where the hell I put the damn thing? I think I lost it. This is the problem when you organize everything and put stuff in order. You can't find anything afterwards. kind of a curse, really. Well, we'll entertain in the meantime here. Color in my vampire thing that it was going to do. Because I drew a vampire during Halloween time. I never actually went through and finished up with my cheat notes here. You can see all the different speech balloons for all the characters and everything. So you have to have consistency. It's not only radical brown dwarf, it's also tubular. We'll live in California with that kind of lingo. Well, anyways, vampires red or black and red. Anyways. Apparently we didn't get any UFOs, but I guess Tim will talk about that. I don't like going into that too much. 
was kind of hoping that the government would have been like, yeah, we got UFOs on last Friday, and then everyone could have just carried on and not cared, and then had Halloween, and, you know, but that didn't work out, so whatever. Point is, we're rolling dice this weekend, and that's awesome. You guys are at my mercy listening to my rambling. And the moose juice. And I never actually finished the UFO taco, did I? I did not. They only offer one style of UFO taco. It's just like plain white one. It's like the discount taco place. dirty you're just so dirty you know i had another thing i was going to draw here dave but oh do you i can't find it and i lost it so oh no yeah guess i'll just save it out tomorrow this is my super cheat sheet by the way dave yes yes everybody needs their super cheat sheet well it's you know what you need to do for Tim Senor? You know what you need to do for Tim Senor when you start drawing him in? You have to draw him as a Timbit. I don't know about that, Dave. Oh, I think... I'm not a big Tim Hortons fan. Well, that's, we're not talking about Tim Hortons. We're talking about Tim Senor. It's the Timbit thing. Oh, let it go. Let it go. Come on, Elsa. Could I, could I not do like a Robin's Donuts type thing? No. No, they closed down years ago. No, they didn't. They're still in Saskatchewan. <laughs> Say that three times fast, Americans. Yeah. All right. So thank you to that. Eric, Ollie, and Stephen for the super chats tonight. Very much appreciate the love. And uh, everybody who's giving us a thumbs up, thumbs down, appreciate it. Don't forget after the show to leave a comment. It really helps with our algorithms. Here comes hour number three. Would you like to connect with us? Head to spacedoutradio.com for all your latest show info. Now, back to Dave Scott and SOR. Third and final hour of Spaced Out Radio is now underway. Thank you so much for tuning us in. We love bringing the woo to you on a nightly basis, so glad you're enjoying it. Want to say hello to everyone listening in on our terrestrial affiliates around North America and digitally on Odyssey Radio, TalkStream Live, and KPNL. All of our archives are free. Join us at youtube.com forward slash spaced out radio. Do old Davy the favor, hit that subscribe button. The Desert Clam has set the password for tonight in the SOR Space Travelers Club. Eclegby. Eclegby is your password. Use it wisely, Space Travelers, as the Clam sets the password each and every night right here on Spaced Out Radio. Our website is spacedoutradio.com. We have a plethora of features for you. Rock out to Bumblefoot, read Shirky Poo's Newswire. Check out our swag as well. Follow us on Twitter at Spaced Out Radio, Instagram at Spaced Out Radio Show, and on TikTok at Spaced Out Radio. It is time once again. 
where we head to the swamp. Our resident swamp dweller brings us on another spooky journey. Hi, Spaced Out Radio listeners. This is Swamp Dweller. It's time for your nightly dose of spookiness on the show. If you have an interesting encounter or a spooky story that you would like to share, be sure to submit them in at swampdweller.net. You can also find our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash swampdwellerreads. Now, let's chill out, relax, and together, let's enter the swamp. Edward Smith and Kimberly Levine were both accountants who worked in Kent, Washington. They were accountants for the government, to be specific. They had moved there shortly after graduating from the University of Southeastern Massachusetts. They were engaged to be married as well, but sadly, that day would never come. On March 9, 1985, they went for a weekend getaway in Grant County off of I-9. They had planned to explore the area's scenery and landmarks, but unfortunately this endeavor would prove to be a fatal, fatal mistake. The next day, Edward's body was found in a gravel pit. His hands were tied behind his back, his throat was slit, and his wallet was missing. Without his wallet, the police were not able to positively ID him very quickly, and he would not be identified until his employer would mark him as a missing person. A major search for Kimberly ensued. But unfortunately, the next clue in this story wouldn't be uncovered for over two weeks. That's when the couple's vehicle was found 10 miles away from where the last body was found. Investigators were able to recover a fingerprint from the vehicle. It didn't match either of the two missing people. But unfortunately, there was still no sign of Kimberly anywhere. Her skeletonized remains weren't even discovered until the next August, where she was found in some sagebrush about two miles away from where her fiancé was located originally. One interesting note to consider in this particular case is that the Night Stalker was plaguing California at this very specific time, not very far away from this location. Reports of his killings made national news at the time, of course. While the cases are clearly not connected, Others have noted certain similarities and believe that it may be possible that the Night Stalker could have had something to do with this. But like I said, it's probably very unlikely. But an interesting thing to take into account here is these killings and all the subsequent killings we're going to cover could have easily been committed by somebody trying to emulate Richard Ramirez. August of 1985 is also when a couple from Tacoma, Washington Steve Harkins, and Ruth Cooper enter our story. On August 10th, the couple took their dog to Teal Lake for a weekend camping trip. But come Monday, when they failed to show up at work or contact any family members, they were subsequently reported missing by their families. Both of them worked at the same vocational school, so it was quickly noticed when they both didn't show up for work. Four days later, hikers passing through Pierce County found... Unfortunately, the remains of Harkin's body near a remote campsite. Steve, who was only 27 years old at the time, same age as your good boy Swamp Dweller here, was shot in the head. He was still inside of his sleeping bag, so it's fairly safe to say he was killed while he was asleep. Unfortunately, their dog was also found deceased nearby. But there was no sign of 42-year-old Ruth Cooper until October 26th when her dental records matched a skull found on 8th Avenue. Two days later, her purse and the rest of her body were found in the same area. They were nearly skeletonized and without clothing. A tube sock 
had been tied around her neck. Though the autopsy report would show that she would die from homicidal violence, a spokesperson would later say that she died from a gunshot wound to the abdomen. The police believe the tube sock was used more as a restraint rather than a way of killing somebody. Needless to say, it would be impossible not to wonder if this case would somehow interact or intertwine with the last couple that we had just talked about. But unfortunately, with no leads and no possible suspects, the police would continue to scramble. Then, in December, police were forced to contend once again with another situation that could tie in to the Cooper and Harkin disappearance and murder. Many, at the very least, believed all three of these killings were committed by the same person. Uh, you never know who is out there hunting us down. That's why we love the Swamp Dweller bringing us the spooky scariness that life has to offer. And every Monday through Friday night, kicking off Hour 3 on Spaced Out Radio, we have Swamp Dweller coming in. You can hear thousands of these stories for free. All you need to do is go to his YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Swamp Dweller Reads. Hit subscribe on that channel and help yourself out to a big dose of spookiness. All right, it is that time of the night where we bring in little Timmy Senor, we call him the Tim Bit around here, for tonight's UFO report. Nobody's going to know. They're going to know. Yes, little Timmy Senor, it's always a pleasure to have you back here on Spaced Out Radio, where we get into everything real interesting when it comes to UFOs. And, uh, you know, the news seems to be picking up again as we wait for the congressional report to come out. We all thought it was coming out on Halloween. It did not. It's now Halloween plus two. Where, is this thing coming out or what? Yeah, so my understanding is, hi, Dave. Good to see you. Hello, everyone out there. Uh, yeah, so my understanding is it was actually given to Congress, the uh, obviously the version that we won't see, but it was, I believe, given to them on Wednesday. And so we can hopefully see our version this coming Wednesday. And so there's a brand new report, um, an exclusive, in fact, that was updated by the Daily Mail. Uh, and so if you want me to just jump right into it, it's pretty, pretty interesting stuff. Let's do it. Let's get right into it. All right. So the new classified report to Congress says only half of the UFO sightings can properly be explained and nearly 200 mysteries unsolved. And so, as critics say, investigators glossed over all of the unknown cases. And so, new sources are telling the Daily Mail that a classified report due to be sent to Congress this week now lists more than 150 cases of unexplained UFO encounters in this past year. And so, this new 22-page report will be compiled by the Office of the Director of National Intelligence, the ODNI, and analyzes 366 new cases, and only about half of these UFO encounters could be explained. So the examples include video shot by Reaper drones, 
conducting surveillance that caught orbs. Wendy's new French toast sticks are so delicious, some are saying that they're better than their mom's breakfast. Excuse me. Did you just say Wendy's new French toast sticks are better than my breakfast? Mom, is that you? Answer the question. I said some people are saying that because they're so crispy on the outside and fluffy on the inside and perfect in every way. Uh-huh. And what do you think? I think it's time to tell people to choose wisely. Choose Wendy's new sweet and crispy homestyle French toast sticks. That's still not an answer. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Lucky Land Slots. Asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Flying around and then suddenly bolting off. Among the explained cases are brand new surveillance by foreign adversaries including Chinese spy drones attempting to gather information on the U.S. And so the ODNI report was critical of their department's dossier, saying that it only glossed over many of the intriguing and worrying unexplained cases. Uh, they don't want to, t- to talk about this stuff because they really don't know what exactly they are, and that's the truth, and that's coming well, directly from this it, new it's, source. It's so true. It's so true. Right. And so this classified report due to be sent to Congress Monday, believed to be uh, actually released on Wednesday, uh, lists more than 150 cases of unexplained UFO encounters by military and government officials in the past year. And so I'll just breeze down here to some of the interesting points in this great article, because some of these examples are including video shot by Reaper Jones conducting surveillance in the Middle East that caught interesting quote-unquote orbs flying around and then suddenly bolting off the screen. And so others, an ODNI source said, are similar to the famous encounters by Navy F-18 pilots who saw, filmed, and registered on radar the quote-unquote tic-tac and uh, gimbal-shaped craft fitting, I'm sorry, flitting near trained areas off the U.S. east and west coasts, moving at supersonic speeds and performing incredible maneuvers with no apparent means of propulsion. And so um, some cases have had explanations, but a lot of them haven't. And among these are the brand new surveilled by foreign adversaries, obviously. So part of their investigation has recovered some information about our adversaries, So it's still great research to be conducting because it's definitely ruling things out. Um, And so what it's leaving us is with 150 cases of unexplained UFO encounters in this past year. And so the deputy director of Naval Intelligence, Scott Bray, plays a video and shows um, a lot of this to Congress in this upcoming and just as he did back in May. And so he will be showing more of these videos in the upcoming release and report. And hopefully we will see ours as soon as next week. Um, But I found that an interesting portion of this is that the U.S. Navy filmed that pyramid, quote unquote, shaped UFO. Well, the new report brings out that the examples in this report include a video shot by the same Reaper drones 
conducting surveillance. So it's actually, you know, capturing orbs and other interesting things. So a lot of questions being answered and some new ones being drawn. But Dave, we're getting a little bit of insight here. We may be getting this report sooner than later. Well, I mean, what's concerning for me is is going to be the lack of video footage for the public. And in the end, that's what I care about. Tim, is there any news out there on whether or not any of these new videos will get to the public, especially after the United States Navy stated that they were not going to be releasing any more videos? Yeah, and so a public version of the report stripped of the classified information is due to be published by the ODNI uh, Monday. We'll probably see it as uh, soon as hopefully next Wednesday. But sources say both the classified and unclassified versions have been delayed just for a couple of days. Um, and so they do discuss that some of the new videos will be released, and it is part of the National Defense Authorization Act that um, part of this government transparency of the unexplained phenomenon in our airspace will be released both uh, on the classified and unclassified report versions. And so we may not see... Um, information on the entire 366 cases or even the 150 that are unexplained, um, but we'll probably get some of the highlights. And so you may have some different information than I do, but perhaps um, some of this new dossier is going to include some cases from uh, intelligence outside of our U.S. borders. Do you have any information on that? Well, I, I do find it interesting that they are going outside of U.S. borders and into battle areas. I mean, especially after Avi Loeb, uh, you know, shot down what was being seen in Ukraine and, and in Russia there during uh, uh, what the U Ukrainian Defense Agency stated was UFOs over their battlefield. And then the Middle East is still a hotbed of... Uh, action as well i mean it may not be as public as it is but there, as long as there's troops there there's going to be there's going to be some sort of trouble you know and i i just find it funny that they're trying to make this a a world issue now that they're being seen all over the world rather than just in the united states but i'm very curious to see tim what if anything they do re release video footage wise is it going to be anything as the Navy basically said, they're not playing ball anymore. They don't want to, you know, and, you know, I know Bob McGuire has, has stated on this show that the Navy has no choice because of what was brought into legislation, but I think they're going to fight that. I mean, I think whatever we see, if there is new videos, it's going to be so grainy and so salty that it's just going to cause an uproar of disbelief in the entire phenomena once again. And I think that's what the Navy wants. They don't want this going public. Why? We don't know. There's a real ego about it for some reason. Yeah. And I think we can expect to see a lot of the debunkers, if you will, the Avi lobes that are going to come out with the very easy, simple, quick answers to things that maybe are the low-lying low fruit, perhaps. But again, we need to highlight the 150, I mean, it really only needs to be one, right? That they have good evidence or good information on that is completely, you know, without a doubt, 
not ours. And that would really be something interesting. And that's hopefully what the public gets. But when we saw this um, maybe prelude to this with Avi being asked by an ODNI representative, uh, his opinion on what was going on over the Ukraine, and he gave his response as something very mundane. And he gave his response quite quickly. Uh, again, and maybe not to the extent and depth that we would expect from a scientist. Um, but um, perhaps this is the sort of information we're going to see on the low-lying fruit. And then again, we'll see something more interesting come. At least, like I said, we only need one case and one new video that's interesting. And to further on this quote, you know, we don't give a quote-unquote crap about the ones that they've resolved. Yeah, there's balloons up there, and balloons are sometimes mistaken for UAP. But there are tons of classified videos that are profound and pretty clear. And they don't want to talk about this stuff because they're really, really in the dark, and they don't know what the hell they are. And that's the truth. The classified report has been sent to the armed services, appropriations, foreign affairs or relations, and intelligence committees of the House and Senate. And so everyone is discussing this and nobody knows. And now I'm sure even giving them more data just probably draws them more into the gray because, you know, unless they've got something very clear and definitive, you know, it's always up to the eye of the beholder. It really is. See, this whole thing that they don't know what is going on, I have a brutal time in accepting that to me that just sounds like complete hogwash you know it, it's like catching your child lying to you about their report card and your report card or their report card is sitting in your hand and you're seeing the c's and d's and the fails you know what i'm saying and yeah and i i just don't trust it I don't trust it. Uh, You know, Don Schmidt was saying earlier, and I thank Nicole Sackich for tipping me off to this. You know, Don Schmidt was saying earlier on another show that, uh, you know, we're not in this disclosure movement. This isn't disclosure. And the more that the government fights it, you know, we need to figure out, you know, that they need to figure out what is going on. You've known since Roswell. You know, and you're making people like me sound like a broken record. You That's know, right. You know, rather than just you, telling the truth. And, yeah, and you've got um, former Navy Lieutenant, for example, Ryan Graves, regularly witnessed UFOs in re- restricted airspaces come out over and over publicly talking about this. The ODNI source said that there are dozens of classified UFO videos on government servers filmed by the MQ-9 Reaper drones abroad. And in this quote, in this new article, these drones operate at 20 to 25,000 feet up in the air, and they're flying around, keeping an eye on bad guys all over the world. And an operator will be zoomed in, looking down in a town in Syria, and all of a sudden, a little orb will just go flying through the viewfinder. And the operator's like, what the hell? And so he starts focusing in on it, and he just watches the orb for a while. He might get it for 30 seconds, we might watch it for 10 minutes, and then it'll do something remarkable like suddenly bolt off the screen. One one tape seen by one source shows a UFO diving into the ocean without making a splash. There's some pretty spectacular videos. 
And so the ODNI source was critical of the department's dossier, saying it just glossed over many of the intriguing and worrying unexplained cases, but it was not as detailed as you might hope. It spent a lot of time jumping into the foreign surveillance that was discovered and which has nothing to do with UAPs. But there's a lot of attention to uh, to that and just about nothing to the other 49 percent that were not resolved. I mean, are you surprised now that it's a 50 50 that 50 percent they've been able to solve and 50 they aren't considering in the original report they were only able to solve one of the 140 cases? Right. I mean, I I am surprised. And what that actually tells me is they didn't have enough people working for them to get them all resolved because you would probably imagine they would have liked it to be a lot lower number than that. But um, I was pleased with 50% to be completely honest because that puts a big, big question mark up for the people that are reading this. So, um, I mean, that is a glaring percent to anybody, even to the people that are going to be reading this report in Congress or in the public domain, even if they do focus on the fact that, you know, all these cases are our enemies and look at what we, what we discovered, even if they focus on that, the public's going to be aware of that other 49%. That is a massive amount of unexplained unknowns. And some of the people that are now going to be brought out, hopefully, in these public hearings, if they're protected by these uh, NDAs and these disclosures um, being protected, so the whistleblowers will be able to come forward, we're going to have a lot of corroboration of this information. It's going to become pretty undeniable. That 49% is going to become a much bigger, glaring amount of information very soon. Well, I mean, it's also going to see, too, once this report comes out, and this might be completely different, but it also is going to be very interesting to see how much Lou Elizondo goes public with it. The last report that we had, Elizondo was all over the place. Now, now that we know he's a part of Space Force and and uh, doing tracking for them, Regarding unidentified uh, UFOs, it's going to be very interesting to see how public he gets this time with everything. Tim, I'm going to get you to hold on right there because we are going to go to break here at the bottom of the hour. And when we return, James Fox, filmmaker, claims there's actually a video of aliens down in Brazil. We'll find out more from our resident Timbit. The UFO talk continues with Tim Sedor on the UFO report when we return for the final half hour of Spaced Out Radio. You're not going to want to miss this, so stay tuned. We'll be right back. All right, we're clear. How you doing today? I'm good. Yeah. Can't wait to hit the gym tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. I have a little home gym. It's actually saved me a lot of time. You're a home. It's nothing fancy. You're a home gym kind of guy. I am. Yeah. Do it while I'm on the phone and whatnot. It's probably pretty annoying (laughs) hearing that thing clang in the background, but it allows me to multitask. This is awesome. Nice compliment from Aiden. 
Tim, my favorite segment of the show yet. Thank you, Dave. Hey, guess who's in the chat room? Super Duke. Super Duke. Wild Aloof awesome. Rebel, welcome back. Oob to Joe's Bane. Hi, LGG. I just want some transparency, man. That's all I want. And it's too much to ask. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's an annual report, you know. So maybe after the 5th, people start getting the message. Maybe we'll have a nice collection of data by then in, you know, that realm. It's going to be a long haul. It's not going to come quick. Definitely. You know. Oh, I hear you. <clears throat> but uh, this article from Josh Boswell through the Daily Mail is really great. I recommend everyone goes and hits it for all the details. If you're really curious about what they might think will be in this report or what some insiders think is in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's always about the insiders. Got to have a couple in your pocket, right? 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 Eh? Eh? Hey, hey. Hey, Dirty Filth. Great cartoon today. That was brilliant. Yeah, he already left. Yeah, he did. But he might be in the chat, which I don't have up, by the way, audience. I I rarely keep the chat up because my computer can't handle it. And I can't multitask that well. Time for a new computer. Well, it's distracting to read the chat as well. I know. I don't know how you do it. I don't. You're you're a professional. I don't. Mm. Man, what a Halloween. We had such a good time. Did you guys have a blast? I mean, we we did talk about it, but we're still recovering here. We had so much fun. The candy coma. I haven't. E- I, I. I haven't even seen my son's stash yet. <laughs> I don't know where he's hiding it. I checked on my kids' candy once it was kosher. It disappeared. I, I did the the dad check, and then it, they're just they squirreled it away somewhere. It's adorable. Yeah, we gave out full size this year. It was hilarious. The reactions you get from kids is adorable. When you place that little thing in their bin or whatever, their little eyes just pop right out of their heads. Oh, yeah. Full size. What? We hit the good house this year. Yeah, and the message gets around the neighborhood. All of a sudden, you got a crowd out there. You like walk out there like Godfather. Up, (laughs) Up here in our town. Uh, they, there's still kids 18, 19 years old that go trick or treating. For sure, here too. I think it's great. Yeah. Me you, too. You know, like, I remember when I was like 16, 17, you know, it's kind of, uh, kind of frowned upon, you know, as a small kids thing, you know. Yeah. But, oh, I'm pissed off, Tim. Pissed off. <laughs> Evan Walters is late again. 
Pissing me off, Evan Walters. Pissing me off. Gnome Squatch, how are you? Let him off with a warning this time, I think. Mm. Be all right, Evan. I don't know. <clears throat> 20 seconds. Thank you to Stephen, Ollie, and Eric for the super chats tonight. Very much appreciate the love. Don't forget, give us a thumbs up, thumbs down if you haven't already. After the show, leave a comment. Let us know what you think. And we're about five seconds away. And don't forget to go shopping at our store as well. We'll be right back now. Round and third, we're heading for home tonight on Spaced Out Radio. Good to have you with us. My name is Dave Scott. Very much appreciate earning your listening ears. Reminder to all of you that if you've missed most of this show or others, check out our free archives at youtube.com forward slash spaced out radio. Do old Davey the favor, hit that subscribe button. Our website is spacedoutradio.com. We have a plethora of features for you. Rock out to Bumblefoot, read Shirky Poo's Newswire, check out our swag as well. Follow us on Twitter at Spaced Out Radio, Instagram at Spaced Out Radio Show, and on TikTok at Spaced Out Radio. All right, we bring in Tim Senor again with the UFO Report. And apparently, Tim, James Fox, film director, who just released another one about Virginia, or I always pronounce that wrong, Virgie, Varigia, or somewhere like that in Brazil. Virginia. Virginia. Yeah. You know, uh, apparently um, there's a video out there that for a certain price tag you will be shown, which actually shows aliens from this UFO event. You got more on this. I do. I do have more. And so James Fox's recent filmmaking contact is... um, the center of a lot of intrigue right now in the UFO community. And so the centerpiece of the film, Lucky Land Slots, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumbo Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumbo Casino was America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Is an interview with an anonymous whistleblower dubbed Military X, who claims to have been involved in transporting the body of the creature from Humanitas Hospital 
in Virginia to the ESA Army base. And he says, I quote, and here's the quote, I saw a box, a stainless steel table with a box. There were doctors, people carrying clipboards and analyzing. It looked like they all had seemed scared of it. And when I looked, I saw something different, a different creature with skin very oily, a lot of oil like silicone. And seeing that, I got scared. And so Military X continues and told Fox that one soldier present had a film camera and that there was for sure video in possession of the government. And he goes on to quote here that what caught his attention finally he saw was a foot. And he said it was like this V-shaped, practically two fingers, what led me to believe that it wasn't human being and it was something else. And so the filmmakers also spoke with a former Brazilian Air Force traffic controller who claimed the U.S. Air Force landed unannounced in the Campinas and dispatched two helicopters to Virginia where they collected something and took it away. So we continue here with the documentary ending with a message stating the filmmakers continue to pursue this video and photographic evidence, which the investigations conclude definitely exists in Brazil. And according to local military and civilian witnesses, the bodies and crash debris were were appropriated, I'm sorry, by agents from the U.S. of A. So he's very close to discovering this and in recent tweets has been hinting that we may be getting something any minute. And in a quote, he says there will be details coming soon, very soon. Very cryptic, but hopefully that means he's had the means to acquire this video, which uh, I'm seeing now here in the further quote. Uh, He has personally spoken to, this is uh, folks from uh, the filmmaker Fox, I've personally spoken to three witnesses in Brazil that claim to have seen photographic evidence, both video and stills. And he said when asked about the rumors of the alleged 35-second video of the creature, he is uh, saying behind the scenes, scenes that he's told this, video, this film has already made the rounds on Capitol Hill. Interesting. Wow. See, that's what needs to be released. If that, if that video... Makes it to Capitol Hill. Now, I have heard two different price tags on this video. One, $200,000. The other one, a million dollars plus. Right. For it to be released. But doesn't doesn't this just reek of the very first time we saw something very similar come in the form of of an alien autopsy video from um, a very mysterious source in Italy that, you know, we later find out it was a remake uh, that the filmmaker had remade uh, a film to look like a film he had seen, you know, and so it's it's a generation away always, and we never get that original. And so hopefully this time we do, you know, everyone should just remain neutral until we get the evidence, but it would be fantastic either way to put a closure on that case because his film making contact was extremely compelling And I liked the way that he presented all of the information in kind of an investigative reporter kind of way where you saw kind of the investigation taking place. So it was a really great film. And if he could complete that with this piece of evidence, it'll be incredible. 
Well, we can only hope, my friend. We can only hope that it continues on and, you know, James continues to to bring the power to the documentary scene. Let's go uh, to your third topic of the night where I'm going to assume Tom DeLonge of Blink-182 is about to make a film on UFOs because I don't think it's Travis Barker or Mark Hoppus. <laughs> That's right. So uh, Blink-182 is announcing their worldwide reunion tour, new music, and they're going to include um, a film called Monsters of California. And it's co-written by DeLong and Ian Miller and is produced through DeLong's To the Stars Media. And so it's going to be uh, starring Jack Sampson from Zodiac and Camille Kostak from Free Guy, Casper Van Dien from Salvage Marines and Richard Kind. So they've already got uh, from The Watcher. And so they've already got this in the works, if not already in the can for that matter. And it looks like he... De- DeLong himself recently announced his return to the multi-platinum rock band Blink-182, as well as the upcoming new album, Worldwide Tour and Film. So a little bit of information about the film itself, because um, I do have some of the details if you're interested. Please. Uh, okay, so let's see. Right here, I had it. <laughs> of course, it jumps around. I, I didn't, there's nothing I can do about it. So it looks like it was going to be about the debut of a young man who is uh, realizing the reality of the phenomenon and how it integrates into his life, which is pretty vague. But that's only because I I'm remembering it from memory, and I'm not actually seeing the quotes here. Because uh, I completely lost the article. <laughs> well, I, but, I, I mean, look, we knew Tom DeLong was going to do something here, okay? We knew he wasn't going yeah. to be silent forever regarding right. this topic. He wants as much credibility as possible. And like I even said, even though over the years I've been very hard on Tom DeLong, I think that going back out on tour with Blink-182 is a great way to get the voice of UFOs back out there to the public. I yeah. think it's and great. So my, my quote of what it's about is exactly correct. I did find it, except that it's events in the Southern California area. And I totally agree with you. And he, you know, he's an extremely creative person and, you know, I'm glad that he did his investigation into this. You know, he learned a lot. Um, it's kind of, you know, I relate to it in a, in a lot of ways. I'm totally new to this and I'm learning a ton and I'm also somebody that loves the film industry and it's totally shifted me into shooting on this topics, you know, exclusively. So I completely understand that. And he'll probably express it in his music as well, because um, he sounds pretty passionate, I must say, about this topic. And so, yeah, Dave, your thoughts. I see you fading, buddy. I know you're no, tired no, no. tonight. I, I, I'm Thanks doing, for I, staying up with me. No, no, I'm doing some thinking here. I'm, yeah, I'm doing some thinking here because, look, I, I want to see, I want to definitely see this go on. I definitely want to see, uh, you know, Tom get in, get into, you know, really promoting 
the whole UFO aspect, okay, in a positive way, because because I mean yeah. it was such a a cluster mess with TTSA, it really was. All yeah, right. and didn't didn't we have some famous filmmakers and musicians that secretly worked for our country through the CIA? disseminating information to our country and to other countries. I mean, wasn't there some, you know, conspiracy theories behind Elvis Presley being part of, you know, this uh, CIA uh, network of spies, if you will. I mean, who knows if it's true or not, but just the fact that now we're having another personality kind of take the reins on this topic and then immediately go on a world tour. It just feels very much in sync with, um, you know, how this topic of disclosure is moving and the, and the wind in his sails on this topic and how potentially he has been reached by people in the know to take this message around the world. Oh, I agree. I, I fully agree. And I want to see, like I said, I want to see what kind of reaction Tom is going to get. You know, uh, does he try his BS and say, that he's the dude behind the two of the stars Academy when we know that he was pretty much just labeled as a, as a patsy. Okay. Well, we know that this, this new film is being produced by that, by the two of the stars media. Right. So obviously he's platforming that in some ownership, you know, because it is that team of media people that are producing that film and are probably now attached to Blink-182, you know, in this world tour, would be my thought. Yeah, and I hope it goes. I really I really do hope hope it goes. I, I want it to go. I want it to be something that is, is helpful to everybody. I really do. Can we get it there? I don't know. I really don't. It just seems to be completely completely lack of a better term inept for what we are doing yeah yeah i i, I have a quick question for you were you sure. made aware of the um new witness from the uss nimitz encounter that came forward talking about a black triangle that was emerging from the sea no, I haven't heard that one yet. Um, do you mind if I just yeah, kick this one yeah, off jump, very quickly? Because um, there's a new witness out. His name is Kevin Thomas. And again, I did bring it up a little bit earlier um, in the year because this isn't a new witness particularly, except now it's kind of been talked about a little bit more. Um, so he was a separate witness that actually was trapped out on board after everyone had been called to quarters. And so he was one of the only people left out on deck when everyone else was below deck. And so while he was out there um, and while they were capturing the Tic Tac footage, this was around the same time um, that the two pilots were out capturing that uh, Tic Tac shaped UFO in 2004, um, we had Kevin Thomas out on deck all by himself. And what he saw was a big black shiny triangle where it came out of the water and just hovered there. And he said it was the same size as the destroyer. And I'm sorry, the carrier. 
And to his astonishment, it didn't have any water shedding off of it. It just appeared to hover there motionless. And so this new report is incredible. And you can catch the full report actually um, in a, a series called Contact. So um, I do. I, <clears throat> I hope people go there and check it out because it's a pretty heavy hitting witness, and it's an important aspect to that encounter that I don't think too many people are familiar with. No, and, and I, I I agree with you on that. And you know, it's just something we're going to have to watch, Tim. It's something that we're mm-hmm. going to have to watch a little bit closer, you know, as we move forward. But, I mean, should we be surprised by anything anymore? I mean, really, do we need to be surprised by anything that we see anymore? Um, I, I don't think we do. I think the game is in full swing, and I don't think it's pretty. And you know what? I could go off on another tangent again. I don't think we need to, you know, but it just one of those things, Tim. It's one of those things where we're going to continue to scramble and go in circles until we get some straight answers, and there are no straight answers. That's, that's you know, everybody's teasing. This is another thing that I don't like. Everybody's teasing. We got James Fox teasing us about this alien video we got new videos being teased by congress now we got you know everything is a big tease at one right. at what point you know at what point do you just say enough is enough and i think that's where i'm finding my frustration right that's where i'm finding my frustration is that i just don't uh i just don't see it I'm tired of it never coming to fruition. That's what I don't like. Yeah, I completely understand that. And it, it sounds like just more and more whistleblowers are going to come forward, hopefully. And, you know, people like Kevin and others that hopefully can present directly to Congress at some point here as soon as they release whistleblowers from their NDAs. Um, and I feel like that's going to be an important aspect here. Now, we may not have the usual gang of suspects here. We may not have Sean Cahill and Lou Elizondo. We may not hear from everyone else up on the Hill. But we know what real disclosure is. It's, to, it's up to each one of us, right? We already know what we're pushing for, which is the truth and transparency. And now we demand it from everyone else. And so it's a trickle down. We kind of have to lead by example here. You know, we've been given the tools. Lou Elizondo has told us it's the long haul. You know, don't expect everything just to be like given to you, right? But it's these little nuggets. It's the fact that we just got um, some disclosure just the other day when we get the, the head of the FBI talking about Roswell. That's a nugget, right? Um, we've got great video coming and being presented to Congress, new video every year now. That's going to be a big chunk, but we shouldn't expect that to be necessarily the one and only path. It needs to be a bunch of things. And like I said, it's actually up to us to carry this forward. We can't wait for Lou to tell us the way to do it or anybody in particular for that matter. It's up to each one of us, right? It's up to you, Dave. It's up to me to figure out our own truth and then tell somebody else, maybe tell them how to figure it out because it's 
it's just going to be one of those things that we have to learn on our own for ourselves. Oh, I agree. I agree. But how much BS do we have to put through in order to get there? That's the tough yeah. part. Yeah. That That's the tough part. That's, that's the part. Tim, we might as well keep going. We only got about two and a half minutes left, you know, oh, okay. regarding this. But, I mean, people's frustrations are going to go through. And maybe, Tim, that's what they're playing on right now. Maybe that's what they're playing on is knowing that if they keep the T's up, if they keep making promises and over-promising and under-delivering, that eventually people will get so frustrated that they'll just say, you know what, we're done. We're done. That, that's Lose interest. We've lost interest, and that's enough. Bye-bye. We're out of here. I mean, yeah. what, what's the possibility of that? Well, I think a great film came out a long time ago with Robert De Niro called Wag the Dog. I mean, talk about the playbook for the government in controlling the narrative on something through the media. That movie, Wag the Dog, just is such a great, you know, guidebook for what they're really doing. And it shows how it could be incredibly frustrating to be the public and led by the nose on these topics and distracted by something while something else is going on. And, you know, it's all about that distraction and the ebb and flow of truth and information. And they give you a little bit, but then they throw you a whole bunch of BS. Um, they, they show you in the same article the fact that there's 150 mysteries, but all they talk about are the 186 that they can explain. Incredibly frustrating. And that's the highlight of exactly how they control the narrative. They're showing you that they're absolutely showing you all their cards, but they're not interested in anything except what they can prove and what they're comfortable with. Like I said, they want you to feel comfortable. They yeah. want you to feel like this is not a big deal, that they're on top of it. They have no idea what this is. There's no way they would. I mean, if it was our adversaries, they would be very pleased to tell you that 100% of these were our adversaries. Well, they're definitely not. And, you know, we know that because of the way they're moving, you know, and the way that we're unable to collect data on them. Even our military can't. Trust me. I understand how incredibly hard it is to collect data on this. You know, even with millions of cameras out there, we're still not getting it. So we know there's something, but we don't know what it is. And that's what they don't want you to know. Frustrating times, isn't it? Indeed. How do Indeed. We, uh, but, I mean, here's the thing. You know, how do we continue, as we only got about 15 seconds, how do we continue covering this story to the best of our abilities when even the the most skeptical of people can see the runaround that's going on. But that's topic for a different night. Tim, thank you for the UFO report. Very much appreciate you, my friend. Thank you for having me. And thank you, audience. I'll see you all next time. Absolutely. We also want to say a big thank you to Shirky Poo for the news that we didn't get to. She'll kick my butt for that. You know, thank you to Swamp Dweller for another spooky night of stories. Chris Reinhardt for coming on in with some great, great stories on Sasquatch. I love it. I think it's getting great. I'm going to say great once again, just because I can. We got Mr. Ron Bumblefoot Thal rocking in the background with Little Brother is watching. Bumblefoot is the official music of Spaced Out Radio. 
rocking us in and out of every single show. Get your horns up for the guitar god himself. Special thanks to everybody listening in at work, at home, in your cars, wherever you may be. Thank you to everyone in our chat rooms tonight. YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, LGAP, Spreaker, Space Travelers Club, and on Twitter at hashtag SpaceNowRadio. Remember, this show is copyright by Space Out Radio and SLR Media Ventures Limited. Thank you so much for tuning us in tonight, because together, my friends, we're watching. We own the night. Mr. Bumblefoot, we need a favor. We need you to take us home. Yes, the Wu train has docked for the night. But soon, my friends, we shall ride again. Seats are always available. Your tickets never expire. And if you want to bring a friend, we've got room for them, too. Good night. Slots asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.